Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk Podcast, episode 38. My name is George. I am sat alongside Tyler. I am sat alongside Cam. You will notice the absence of Seth. Seth is having a absolute blast at uh, London Comic Con. I believe you guys call it MCM, whatever. Um, but Seth is over there, uh, out and about with all of the with the UK film talkers, having a grand old time. Um, we got a nice little episode for you today. I know we say this pretty often, but I actually don't think this is going to be a very long episode. If you have not seen already, we have dropped our merch. Um, and we cannot one thank you guys enough for the for the support that you have given us. Um, we did not expect uh, as many orders as we've gotten within the first week. You'll see Cam with his lovely crew neck. Um, but yeah, we we are absolutely floored by the support you guys are giving us. It's unbelievable. Um, Tyler, I'll kick it over to you. I know you have a few things to say about the Patreon before we get on with the episode. Yes, I do. So last week, obviously, the merch drop was huge, huge success there. Um, I haven't done the official tally. I haven't updated the tally on like the countries and states we checked off, but check my Twitter, and I'll be sure to post an updated one. Because I think at this point, we've added a couple more countries. At this point, we're at like 9 or 10. And I definitely know we added more states, or at least at like 27 states maybe. But I'll, I'll go through the official list and see if we can check off some more. But Patreon, we have some big updates this week. So last week... The boys met in a little business meeting to talk about how we can add more value to our patrons. And uh, we updated some Patreon tiers. So officially, if you go into Patreon right now, uh, it's not updated right now as I'm recording this. But by the time this is uploaded, it'll be updated. Patreon tiers have been updated. $5 tiers, exact same. So you're going to get inv invited to our Discord. Sneak peek at episodes. You get to ask us Q&A questions. $10 Discord. That's where you're going to be able to get video messages each and every month from one of us. We're going to be sending you a thank you message or answering a question of your choice, topic of your choice, film recommendations, whatever you want. Uh, $25 Discord. We're going to have a movie watch along each and every month. We had one last month, which, what was the name of that movie again? Uh, from Dust Till Dawn? From Dust Till Dawn. Right? Yeah. And that was actually like a lot of fun. That was like a perfect like watch along movie to watch with a bunch of people and just have a good time. So that's, that's going to be at one of the tiers. And then going up, we're going to have like hangouts with all the patrons at the $50 tier to hang out each and every month. So that's going to be fun. So there's all these new perks. So basically the Patreon is exactly what it used to be, but we're adding pretty much more stuff to every single tier, most of the tiers. So go check it out. There's new stuff. Go check our Patreon links in the description, new stuff at each and every tier should be a lot more value to y'all. We're trying to figure out ways each and every week to make our podcast the greatest it can be and make the experience for you guys the greatest it can be because you guys are such great supporters. So go check out the Patreon links down below. Thank you, George, for my little aside, kicking it back no, to you. Of course. And then to all the existing patrons and to everyone, once again, who who's supporting us with the merch, it, it's been unreal. And I, I don't think the four of us can thank you guys enough. We got a pretty packed uh, episode today. Uh, that's kind of a lie. We don't. Um, it's going to be a little shorter okay. today. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to give an extremely brief review of The Flash. Obviously, I don't want to spoil anything, and I want you guys to go in as uh as blind as possible unfortunately i didn't get around to watching the new little mermaid movie but tyler and cam did so they will give you a little review and then tyler did one of his weekly triple features so he'll go through there we got a bunch of trailers that dropped this week we got a little bit of news um very little nerd news uh and then we will end off with our draft of the day which is going to be disney movies live action or animated excluding star wars 
and superhero films. Gentlemen, let's just get right into this episode. Cam, how are you doing? How is your week? Doing wonderful. Uh, week is good. Um, works good. That's um, not, not a crazy week, obviously. For all the UK people, not as much, but we have a three-day weekend. Um, shout out all the veterans. Um, so uh, happy Memorial Day to those in the U.S. Um, so that's nice. I'm uh, trying to think like what's going on with me. Really nothing at all. I just kind of like hang out and uh, watch my kid. Uh, but my kid, Bailey, he started, uh, he started wa- not walking, but he started like pulling himself up on things. That's a big moment. Um, but now he's just uber mobile because he crawls everywhere and pulls himself up. So this is kind of like, I think, where people start freaking out. They have to, like, baby proof the house, you know, because he's basically hitting his head once a once an hour. Um, and so this, it's, it's, it's harder now that we can't just set him somewhere, leave and come back 30 minutes later. And he maybe like rolled once. But uh, uh, it's OK. It's, it's a good time to be a parent right now. Um, not a whole lot going on. I'm about to, we're about to enter. If I miss an episode in the upcoming like month, just don't be alarmed. I'm about to go to three. <laughs> I, I have three weddings that are all out of town in the next three weekends. So I'm trying to like plan out my movie watches. I already got Spider-Verse tickets. I don't know when I'm going to go see The Flash because I'll be in Florida for that entire week. So I, it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting like this upcoming month. But yeah, not, not a whole lot going on this week. Any plans for tomorrow? Memorial Day? Oh, uh, no. I'm going to go golfing in the morning. I think I told you both oh, that. Oh, yeah, you told us that. Um, yeah, and then I uh, will probably hang out with my parents afterwards because they're, uh, watching, they're watching Bailey while we golf. So um, probably hang out with them for a couple hours. You know, maybe have like hot dogs and grill out burgers, stuff like that. You know, Memorial Day festivity. Yeah. Also, nice. I, I do live in Indy and the big like Memorial Day weekend thing. You know, I don't know if it's very popular outside of Indy, but like Indy 500 is a fairly big racing yeah. event. Um, so that's kind of fun. I never go because it's just hot as fuck. And like you're basically beating down in the sun because you're standing right in front of asphalt all day. Um, so I've gone like a couple times, but I, I never go anymore. Um, I'm sure there are people that do go, um, but that's today. So that's kind of fun. I'll watch that probably. Very nice. Tyler, how was your week that capped off with a nice triple feature? Yeah, it's been it's been solid. Um, I was thinking about so the long weekend this weekend. Uh, I feel like it's the first holiday weekend we've had in like a hot minute. And I was thinking so like extroverts, I feel like super extroverts prefer like a Friday off because you can go out Thursday night and like stay out late and not have to worry about it. But for me, like who's not like a big party or go, I don't go out at all. Like I think Mondays off are like so underrated because Sundays like today right now I'm so used to like, oh, I'm going to grind on real talk all day and then like work tomorrow but no it's just like a bonus sunday tomorrow and then going off the long weekend you go right into a short work week so just kind of like i feel like monday's off are underrated i'm excited for it just like i feel like they both have their benefits because like right. fr- if, you, if you have friday off from work then it's like thursday's kind of like a relaxed day maybe people right. are in the office and maybe you have like a you know thursday starts to feel like a friday but yeah monday off is awesome because then you go to sleep on sunday and you're like i don't have to wake up tomorrow Mm-hmm, for sure but yeah it's been solid so this this week at work's my last week at this like current job and then i, I switched to a new one which will be full-time remote so i'm like very excited for that um 
got a promotion at work this week and that's not to flex that's just to tell everyone listening that i do have a real job and i do work it and i do good enough to get it promoted so i do have i do actually go to work and i don't just go watch movies all day um so yeah so other than that been a pretty solid week uh i'm ready for june to start because there's so many new movies coming out in june that are gonna be so electric whereas may has just been so ass just so ass um it's been a tough tough month of movies um yeah but yeah, I've been I've been good too. Uh, just another week of work. Uh, pretty busy this week. Um, we're kind of like ramping up in this new role that I'm in. So it just every week just gets busier and busier. Um, was able to see the Flash. Uh, I had Alex in New York City to come with me to watch the Flash. So that was a really good time. Um, I'll talk about that a little later in the episode, uh, or actually right after this segment. Um, Yesterday, I got out on a boat a little bit, um, which is nice. It was really nice out. It was very toasty. Sucks because, like, the water is still freezing cold at this time of year. Like, the water doesn't get, like, genuinely, like, hot and, like, nice enough to go in until, like, end of July. Obviously, I'll go in before that, but it gets still very cold. Um, but, yeah, other than that, good weekend. No plans for Memorial Day. I'll probably head back to the city early Monday uh, tomorrow morning just because I have to log on to work a little bit. Um, and then we're obviously filming a couple of smaller episodes tomorrow. Um, but yeah, other than that, let's just get right into the episode. Like I said, we have a few uh, movie reviews. Uh, so let me. Oh, I'm calling time out. Uh, I had to get something for Emma and then she like put on the headphones and just listened to you guys for a second. All she told me was Tyler got a promotion. So congrats to Tyler. Thank you. Good work, good work. <laughs> Proud of you. He texted us that this week. I forgot about it. I forgot about it until now. You're glad, so, you're glad to hear Emma's like your your like almost like your your recording booth like partner. The, the like extension. it's like like Emma yeah. Emma. I gotta go real quick. Make sure I don't miss anything important. Give me the lowdown. I needed to get her a Phillips head screwdriver, and she asked for the one that looks like a plus. So she could have she could have yeah, popped in and said hi to the podcast. That's fair. She could have. <laughs> um, all right, let me. I'm going to really quickly just run through the flash. It's going to be literally five minutes because I don't want to spoil a thing and I want you guys to go in as blind as possible. Uh, I had a blast with this movie. I really did. I know I keep reiterating that I'm not freaking out over this movie and I'm not. Um, I also said I did not watch the finished version of this movie. So I'm going to save like my official thoughts. Um, I'm seeing it again June 12. So I will most likely. Unless if my thoughts on the movie completely differ from my first watch, I will repost my review. If not, I'll just post like a small letterbox paragraph again. Uh, But no, this movie was an absolute blast. Um, There were a lot of moments between, you know, Keaton's Batman, uh, you know, Ezra's Flash, um, Supergirl. There was a lot of fun character moments, a lot of emotional character moments. Um, This is very... And I, I don't know if this is going to disrespect one or another filmmaker, but it's very like James Gunny. Like this movie knew when to have heart. It knew when to throw jokes in. Like those two didn't overstep. Like there was no emotional moment that was ruined by a joke. There was no jokey moment that just randomly got dramatic. Like there was a very nice separation of, of like comedy and drama and emotion um, I think that's one thing this movie did very well. And I will say with the comedy, this is one of the funniest superhero movies I can think of in a very long time. It's right there with like Guardians Volume 3. I was going to ask more. Yeah, it's like, it's probably a little less than Guardians 3, but like for a DC movie, I did not expect to laugh as much as I did in this movie. There were a lot of funny mm-hmm. moments, a lot of emotional moments. 
Um, and that's where I'll wrap my review. I really don't want to like spoil anything or, or just give away anything. I want you guys to go in as fresh as possible, but I really did have an absolute blast with this movie. Um, it does really feel, and I don't even think this is a spoiler. I think this is just the expectation. It does feel like a reboot of, of the DCU, uh, which I think is what everyone's kind of expecting going into it. And I think they did a really good job at that. Um, uh, I think they did a really good job at like moving the DCU into like, the James Gunn era. Um, but that also wasn't the movie's like sole purpose. Like this movie actually cared about what it wanted to show us in the flashpoint paradox. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. I gave it a four out of five. That's a very high four out of five. Um, so maybe after second viewing, that'll go up to a four and a half out of five. We'll see. But I landed at a four out of five. I had a really, really good time with this movie. Keaton is just incredible as Batman. It's like this man just didn't miss a beat. Uh, but I'll wrap the review right there. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, couple, yeah, go. Just a couple questions. That June 12th showing, is that an AMC thing or like an IMAX thing you were invited to? That's a, I'm tr- I'll be here June 12th, so I'm trying to look for tickets. No, that's fucking... yeah, that's an early Warner Brothers screening that I was invited ah, to. Damn you. Damn yeah, sorry. People. <laughs> I'm <Darn>. sorry. <laughs> that's fine. I know like AMC does like Tuesday openings for like big movies like that, but I can't find one. Bummer. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, they I do it. They uh, do it for like. I, I think I went and saw, a, um, I know the Batman opened one day early, but then there there are others, like they're big, big movies sometimes get like Tuesday screenings from, from AMC. And it's not like a like hard thing to get. They just post like yeah. tickets like it's any other showing, but it's yeah. only one and it's at 7 p.m. I'm pretty sure for most things. There, there was that, there was, no, there was that same, like for the Batman, it was called the fan first screenings. And there's this, there's yeah. the same thing for the Flash, but I think they already went on tickets or on sale and they're already gone. But that yeah, that's like a week early. So, I think I saw that, and I remember not seeing Indiana, which is whack. First off, What's right? Yeah, Indiana, think... <laughs> Indiana, huge market. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's another early screening. So, not to be a dick, but I'm going to see this movie twice before yeah, most you, people see it once. You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> but we'll move on. Uh, what's your question? I can't remember now. Uh, it was. Oh, oh, not a not a question, just a point. Um, while while I'm sure it feels gunny and maybe he had a hand in post production because apparently this thing is still in post production. I don't know if you mentioned George, um, maybe I missed it, but you said yeah, like this wasn't the finished product. Okay, well, James Gunn again, not yeah, a not part of the part DCU. Of yeah. Just want to make sure our <laughs> film our film fans Bro, are educated. I've already seen so many tweets saying like James, James Gunn's Gunn like most saved. like no no James Gunn's like two latest DC projects are a flop. Why do I think the Flash is going to be good? And uh, I'm like he had no part of Shazam or Black Adam. Yeah, and also they're going to get two more. And apparently Aquaman is like the worst superhero movie ever. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if you guys have seen those reviews. I've seen, but them. Um, that's like the last dc yeah. movie before james gunn takes over so like this is going to get praise and then we're going to get to aquaman and people are going to be like oh james gunn sucks again and yeah so just uh, take that with a grain of salt i'm sure he may have been able to have a little hand in post-production but not no, this I, I didn't say like this movie feels like a like a james gunn no. movie, like implying that he had a say no no, no no i get you i get yeah you. it was more so like the tone of the movie reminded me of like a little bit of like james gunn influence especially after uh you know i just watched obviously uh the suicide squad again and then i watched guardians of the galaxy volume three both on the same day so 
I don't know. I was just like, yeah, I could see it a little bit. A little James Gunn here and there. Uh, but we'll move on from The Flash. You two saw The Little Mermaid this week, which is uh, the Disney's latest live-action remake. Um, seeing some great reviews, seeing some average reviews, seeing some bad reviews. So it's kind of been all over the place. Um, you guys can – I'll just kick it over to you for your review because, unfortunately, I did not get around to watching it. So maybe Tuesday night, if I'm, if I'm not busy, I'll get around to it. Uh, Cam, you want to start? Yeah, sure. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I'm a big Little Mermaid guy, just like from the original. Apparently, that's a hot take from what I'm like. Every it's got a pretty high letterbox score. It's like a 3.7 out of five, which is pretty good. Um, but like every one of my friends, and I'm only friends with like 16 people on letterbox, uh, they all have it at like a three. I'm at like a four and a half. It's not, I don't think anyone thinks it's like a bad movie, but. I'm a big regular Little Mermaid guy, so I, I expected to like this some, probably not as much as I did. I kind of expected it to be around a three out of five and gave it a high three and a half out of five. Um, I, I think the major, ma sorry, the moral of the story is I wasn't upset that I went and saw this and I wasn't upset that they remade it, which, you know, like Pinocchio and, and Lady and the Tramp and a lot of other um, live action remakes, I kind of am upset that when they remake them because they're just really bad is that where um, our standards are at yeah i mean like i i think <laughs> i think so but like i enjoyed i i just mean like i enjoyed my time yeah with it, you know like it, it was it was a fun movie in my opinion and i know everyone hates like turn your brain off and have fun I, this one i don't think you need to turn your brain off i just had fun with it um hallie bailey so goddamn good can sing her heart out she like truly sang like a goddess was absolutely amazing um i enjoyed david diggs and melissa mccarthy and um the rest of the cast was in the movie um they were in attendance and they showed up um have other points but we can kick it to tyler that's my general idea uh, or thoughts on the movie but uh 73 out of a hundred right now a high three and a half out of five yeah, so Riley and I went to see it last night. Um, we both kind of had the same takeaways. We both didn't love it. We both gave it two and a half stars. I gave it a low two and a half stars. I gave it a 4.7 out of 10. We were just really bored, man. Like, I just feel like rewatching the original one before this really is a disservice because this is like the same story frame for frame stretched out 45 minutes extra. It is too long. It we were we long. were We were just super bored in the theater. Like, we were both checking our watch. We're like, man, we got to get out of here. Like, Hallie Bailey's voice, like Cam said, like her songs were incredible. We didn't like anything else. The Lin Manuel Miranda is just such a oh. so not good because not not only the scuttlebutt but like Eric's song was so theater kid cringy. So much of the new songs in this were so awful. Lin Manuel Miranda is such a disgrace. This movie. Um, I think that's a bad take though to say he's not good because I no no I no, no I'm not I'm saying for this movie I love oh, Lin. Okay no. I, oh are you saying Eric is is not good? I don't think Eric was good. No, I don't think Eric was very good. No, okay, I just mean Lin, like, no. Lin Manuel Miranda's great, but for this movie, his his additions were not good. Um, the I, worst cast member by far, Javier Bardem was awful. Oh, so okay, Cam, the scene at the end when he shows up behind the boat and they just have the camera sitting oh, on him for ten bad. seconds. I probably Riley didn't I, take enough points. Riley and I literally looked at each other. We're like, why are they just showing? Like, why aren't they talking? Like, it was just ten seconds of him just sitting there, like not talking. And we're like. What is going on? And he was awful, Javier Bardem. Um, uh, I enjoyed Diddy Diggs, though. Uh, what's up? Sorry, George, do you care if we spoiled? No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, it's the same story. So <laughs> I'm listening. I know. It's yeah, the same. Not at like, all. 
know. Um, yeah, but David Diggs, I enjoyed, except, you know, that, like, Cam, you said in your letterbox review, that scuttlebutt was just a disgrace against humanity. That And Aquafina is just, just awful, as always. And my favorite cast member, though, by far, like, by a huge margin, Jessica Alexander, who played Ursula when she comes becomes a real person. She had, like, two scenes, but she was, like, I was like, okay, someone's bringing, like, acting chops. She's incredible. Halle Bailey, like, I thought her voice and, like, her singing was incredible. Her acting was very good. I think some people are saying she's, like, the greatest actress ever. I thought she was, like, she was very good. I wouldn't say she was, like, great acting, but her singing was great. I have a take on that. Let's hear it. I have a take. You want to hear my take? I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. I'll admit. This is my my Oscar frontrunner for best actress. Like this is the best. She's not. She's not that good of an actress, dude. (laughs) What What other performance have we gotten this year from anyone? Are you talking about Halle Bailey? Yeah. Yeah. This is my best actress. Maybe not. Maybe not front runner if you can name more. But like, I'd say top five. We have this year's kind of been shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, this year's been a bad year. This year. Uh, but we'll get we'll get into it after the review. How about that? But we could just talk maybe some actresses because I don't know what other performances this year. I'm I'm looking at my ranking right now, and there's. Yeah, there's not a lot of great actresses. This year. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not Jennifer Lopez, not, Shotgun yeah. Wedding, my front yeah, runner. Yeah, yeah, Evil Dead Rise is like the only movie I've yeah, seen with like, yeah. like a genuine female lead. That's no, yeah, you're right. There, there's some Sundance stuff that'll be coming out later. That I think of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's not a probably, bad take. Probably. But yeah, back to the Little Mermaid. I just, I don't know, man. Like we were just super bored with this, and like I truly do think the visuals were not good. Like I. I know we were all talking about that before release, and then everyone when it came out were like, "Oh, it's not as bad as the the previews make you think." Which I agree. Like, I think the previews are worse than like what they were, but it's still not great. Like, I think well, Avatar obviously for sure looked better, but I think like Aquaman or like I think even like Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, like the underwater scenes probably looked better than this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think Under the Sea they did very well, but like they they made some cool visuals and creatures under the water. But, like, the water itself was awful. And, like, and I know everyone's like, oh, it's a mermaid movie. You can't expect realism. But when, like, the bird came under the sea and, like, was just talking with them under there, that truly did take me out of it. And I know people are like, oh, it's a mermaid movie. You can't care if, like, a bird's underwater. And I'm like, I don't know. For me, I, like, genuinely, I was just like, this is dumb. Why is the bird under there talking for three minutes? Like, there's just. I don't like that take. I'm sorry. Why? I appreciate you sharing it. Well, my opinion on the bird talking is, like, Exactly. I, I liked one of one of like Sophie's tweets or, or uh, Sydney's tweets earlier this week is like, it's a bird that goes underwater, not not necessarily talking underwater, but it's a fucking talking bird. And at that point, I'm kind of like it can be underwater and talk because this this bird in real life does go underwater for large amounts of time to pick up fish like they I think that's a dumb take, too, though. I don't know. Because like, so I, the I thing just, is, like, so. The reason they did it is because their visual effects aren't good enough to have her go above the water and talk and go back under in, like, a quick scene. Because they didn't have Flounder go out of the water. It's like, oh, he's a fish. Why can't he go out of the water and talk? He went out of the water. He went out of the water. For, the water for like, a second, got, not for three caught. and a half I'm minutes. Just, I'm just saying. All right, I so I, it, just, it just added fire to the flames that, like, Aquafina is, like, the worst actress working in Hollywood today. That's... I don't like that. George, do you like Aquafina? I mean, I don't hate her at all no i think she's a i mean i really like her in the farewell i think she's a great voice actor haven't seen that but i did not like her in crazy rich asians i loved her in crazy rich asians and i really i i've thought about it i don't think i'm as down on her as you you all um but i really liked her in shang chi and i loved her in raya and the last dragon raya and the last dragon i really loved her um this i think she stinks but like 
I, I also blame Lynn Manuel Miranda for that a little bit because the scuttlebutt is so a big, bad. It's a big reason, I think. But still, Javier Bardem's the worst in this movie. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like, I, I didn't have a problem with her. I should say like, I, I've, I've definitely had the take where I think sometimes she's super annoying, but in this, I didn't have a, so, okay. So she's a gannet. Uh, the bird is a gannet and that bird can go underwater. And that was what they, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was that bad of an issue, like big of an issue when, when she was underwater and talking for a two minute scene, in my opinion. It's a talking bird. How, how, old, how old is Jonah Howard, Howard King? Because he looked like he'd either be 20 he, or 38. He's he's one of the... He's 27. Like, Creep, they looked creepy on oh, screen together, man. He looked way older than her. He did. But Very same creepy. with uh, same with in the original Little Mermaid, because I rewatched it this week, and I was like, this is this is kind of weird. She Right, no, because like she's 16 in the original. But, like, that's the whole point. Oh, they changed all the I lyrics to make know. this remake more PC. So, like, why wouldn't they make, change that? If they're changing everything else. What lyrics did they change? Uh, kiss the girl. They changed it. Be like, you got to ask for her consent and kiss the girl. If you look did up the lyrics, yeah, they changed the lyrics a lot. For oh, I, I did not notice that. But they do look very odd. Like, the, the age gap is odd. And he's just very much I, a theater kid, so I just really didn't. I don't know. It was just, he just had a very. I didn't think he was very good. His his solo song on the ship, I thought was, was awful. Bad. It was bad. Like the voice was good, like fine, but it, like mm. the performance, I was just like, oh. Well, so I said in my review, this this has a real issue with like lip sync syndrome, where they're just all mm-hmm. very clearly lip syncing, um, and then when like they go to the studio, they're like belting and they're like you know singing, which is. is and it's also amplified and it sounds a lot louder than what their looks lips look like. And, you know, maybe I'm more down on this movie. I had a good time with it though. So I, how has Hollywood like not figured that out though? Like I, I obviously like way harder than I'm sure any of us can give credit for, but like, I feel like singing in movies has been a thing for like legitimately like 80 years. And I feel like lip singing still looks so weird in movies and like uh, music yeah, videos. I don't, I don't know how they just haven't figured that out by now. Maybe it's just easy. The, all these, I mean, every cast member except like, Javier Bardem in this movie, I guess, are pretty inexperienced actors, so maybe it's that, but because none of them have really been in much before this, right? Like, I didn't recognize really. Well, I mean, like Melissa McCarthy's I mean, like, it. Jacob Tremblay is in a lot of things, but he's still a kid. Uh, well, and Javier you don't see Bardem, his voice. Yeah, you don't see him. Um, Halle Bailey and Jonah Hour King, obviously, they're new. A lot of the others are voice acting, so like, I, yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess you're right. There are inexperienced you're, you're right about that yeah and uh the only other, like gripe i have is like all the like i i really didn't like the end when all the mer people came up it was just i, I thought that was a really cringy scene when they all came so because they all looked pretty won. weird to me they did like and i feel like they, they did they, the costume design for like the main focus people they were like we're putting a lot of effort in and then the, for that final scene they're like quick like throw them in like some costumes and make them go up but that first guy mermaid that popped up, that dude was good. Ripped, looking. ripped abs. <laughs> but, but he was also weird because I feel like he, he like looked like he was on that rock, just like flexing his mind just out for flexing. that whole scene. Yes, <laughs> Which, to be fair, if I was him, that's what I'd do too. If they're like, you're a background extra in the Little Mermaid, and you're ripped, I'd just be sitting there. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what I look like. I'm <laughs> that's gonna... that's the kind of thing like you know in like a college football game, like AJ McCarron's uh, uh, girlfriend Tyler, like uh, when they get on screen for one second and then they become really popular on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. That that was his moment. He was yeah. like. I'm gonna get this. Like, He's like, I want to be the thirst trap of all the yes the this, girls this watch this movie. calling for the for the week. So yeah, he was good, ripped that dude. Yeah. But you're not wrong. Uh, it was it. So it's like 
again, watching the original versus this, it looks that end scene was just drawn out so much more than the original. Like the original, they all pop up and like you get it, you know, everyone's together. You get it. The mer people and the and the uh, people people are are friends now. But in this, it's like, hey, the mer people and the people people are friends. And we should explain that right now when you just don't need them. Um, that that ending I didn't love. Uh, I will mention, and I think you said it, like, I think, I think, uh, under the sea was done really well. Yeah. They nailed um, it. I, yeah. I'm a huge under the sea guy, as, as you all know, from my, um, favorite Disney, um, songs, but I think, I, I think that was like one of my biggest concerns, especially cause like, I'm a big, uh, uh, I just can't wait to be King guy. And I've said it time and time again in the Lion King remake, you can't, they don't do, you can do it, but they don't do like elephants or giraffes climbing on top of elephants with Simba coming out at the top. Like it's a flower looking thing like they do in the animated movie. They try to make it a lot more realistic. And this one, they kind of just say it's still realism and you can do a lot more bright colors underwater. Cause like fish have different colors and stuff, but they, they really do nail under the sea. And I think that's um, a big reason I enjoyed this so much. And they, I, I think I, I still liked, uh, I still liked uh, uh, kiss the girl I like a part uh, part of your world. Um, I mm -hmm. like this more than the original. The music I still thought was good, and that's a that's a big pull for me. Um, yeah, I agree. The music was all good. Again, uh, and obviously yeah. we've mentioned like ten times. Scuttlebutt needs to be eviscerated uh, from this movie. Um, yeah. My thoughts are like my my thoughts were like I think at this point you're either a fan of Lin Manuel Miranda or you're not. So like, I am a big fan of him. I love Moana. I love Encanto. I love obviously Hamilton and, and tick, tick, boom. I think no matter what, if you're a fan of him or not, the scuttlebutt sucks. And you're okay. I was wondering where you're like, going with that. Cause I'm like, I'm a huge like, Lin Manuel Miranda. No guy. Matter I love what, tick, tick, boom and stuff. No and... matter what, this is where we're coming together and saying, this shit sucks, man. Like it's so bad. And I was, I didn't see it online. I don't know if you did Tyler, or no. George, but I was waiting for this moment. Cause I heard about it and like heard that it was so poorly done. Uh, and, it, and it really was. And I don't think it adds anything to have like Aquafina seeing it when people already dislike her. Um, I don't think she made it any worse, but uh, it, it didn't help itself. It more just made me upset for David Diggs. Cause I, I genuinely loved his performance. I'm like, Oh yeah. man, that just, I have to that tarnish it a bit. Dude, this made me want to go home. I, I I watched a little bit of Hamilton on on Disney Plus last night. I'll probably finish it. I fucking love Hamilton, but this me made me just want to like want more David Diggs. Um, and so I, yeah, I I agree. I enjoyed him. Yeah, I, but... I couldn't take my notes. I should mention um, there was a there was a guy and a girl sitting not right next to me. I got that seat gap. They were clearly in high school. They were making out for like twenty minutes during this movie, which <laughs> which like definitely it's a high school move you know you go to a movie you get a little lights get low you start kissing a little bit yeah so that that was kind of a unfortunate theater. that sounds so uncomfortable oh god oh, this, this theater was packed man i i think Jesus. tyler and i talked about it like yeah. the little mermaid was taking over this weekend a 9 15 showing and it was absolutely packed Dude, I, the, I can't wait to see the box office results this weekend. Riley and I went it's to like dinner. Right, because like we went to dinner like Friday night, and we were like, "Oh, let's go to the Little Mermaid after." And it was like sold out showings the next one, and then like we looked at the next like four showings are all sold out. And we're like, "Shit, let's just go like tomorrow night." And we went to like a nine fifteen showing also, and it wasn't like sold out, and, but it was like pretty packed. And I, I'm gonna give props to all the kids in my theater. 
they all were very well behaved. I've like when I went to Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, the kids were thumbs down and ruined some of the greatest moments. This movie, thumbs up. Kids all well behaved. They were locked in. Um, my but, my theater yeah. cheered at the end. Did yours? No, like, there was a lot of kids. No, my my my, 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 my showing was like twenty five percent full though because I went like super late. So okay. maybe if it was okay, more yeah. packed, but no cheering yeah. in mine. Mine mine cheered. Um, they change at this is my favorite change that they made is that they don't make stupid Eric kill Ursula at the end. Sorry for spoilers. It, it's Little Mermaid. They have a uh, Halle Bailey's Ariel. She same way, but she kills Ursula. Good. Eric sucks, man. Fuck that guy. It, this dude sucks. He's not even that good looking. I'll say it. I, I think the dude with the abs at the end was better looking than Eric. <laughs> Should have gone with him. That's that's true love. Uh, but I got nothing more. I yeah, I, I was just. I feel like I've been dogging on this movie a ton, so I'll say some positive positive things. Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. There's nothing I could like. Nothing more. I feel like she could have gave. I feel like she was incredible. I feel like not only her performance was great. I think all the scenes with Ursula, like. They laid him out well. They sketched him out well. Like all the designs, the, mm-hmm. what, everything that happens, poor so unfor- cool. Poor um, unfortunate souls was good. Also, poor unfortunate souls was, and that that final scene when like uh, J- Jessica Alexander turns into Melissa McCarthy, like so Vanessa turns into Ursula. That was just like super well done and super cool. Um, so big thumbs up to that. Halle Bailey, like I said, like obviously all the music was incredible. Um, Jacob Tremblay, I thought was good as Flounder. I feel like he was pretty forgettable though. Uh, Dave, David Diggs, uh, as I mentioned, awesome as, uh, Sebastian. And that's about it. Like, I, I yeah, like, I, I think I saw someone else say this before I got into the showing, uh, like someone, like an early reaction was like, it takes like the first 20 minutes are like awful. And then you can kind of get into it and it's pretty good. And I agree. The beginning was rough because the whole under the sea with the, not the song, but like when they were under the sea with like the all shark. her, with all her sisters and stuff, like yeah. they they all they all just showed up to set one day. I feel like like all I the like, other mer people I thought were just so just off puttingly like just like mid that I was just like this is just really forced and weird. I think this attributes to the uh, to like the just capturing the magic of the original. But I liked like King Triton's entrance where it's just like a whirlwind of a fish and then he like appears kind of thing. Um, and and again that just kind of makes me feel like they've obviously they went the realistic route making flounder an actual flounder um and looking like a weird fish which i i wasn't a fan of at the start same with david Diggs is um sebastian i wasn't a huge fan of making him look so realistic but i think it worked for the movie and it, and it completely makes sense but i do like that they also um tried to i think this i think it whether it executes well or not i think this movie tried the most to capture that magic of the original of all these live action other than maybe like the jungle book even that is kind of dreary looking uh, even though it's a really good movie I love yeah, it's movie. kind of dreary looking yeah, 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 don't you fair. agree yeah, yeah that's fair. i that's do fair. love it. it's my favorite live action okay. no I, I reacted before you said looking i thought you were just saying the movie is dreary i'm like no i, I like it a lot um <laughs> i'm just saying like i do think they kind of lose the, i keep coming back to the word the magic but um i don't know I think we all knew I'd be much higher on this, just considering mm-hmm. I'm the only one that likes the original Little Mermaid. Right. So I think like at the end of the day, our reviews are pretty similar in terms of like, because I was a three star for the original, two point five for the remake. You're a four point five star for the original, three point five star for the remake. So like, we're both kind of in agreements. It's like whatever you kind of rate the original at, it's probably just gonna be. A, it's definitely gonna be a tier below. I, I'd find it hard to believe anyone who like loves the original would like like this even more. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's not like an uh, it's not like a outrageous decline by any situation. But one thing I did mention earlier that I just want to clarify. So the just uh, for people listening, the changes to kiss the girls. So the original was possible she wants you to. It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. So that's the original. This one is possible she wants you to use your words, boy, and ask her if the time is right and the time is tonight. Go on and kiss the girl. So it adds a little consent, which is which is why I think it's which weird. Which is good. No, it's a, it's good, oh, it's but a then weird like change. You're right. No, 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 I don't even think it's a weird change. I think it's a good change. But like, why not just also change that he's not look he doesn't look 16 years older than her. Like, yeah. if you're going that far, like I don't know that because at that point, like even if you have consent, this dude's like looks like a 30 year old with a 15 year old. Because Halle Bailey, like now, like during the press. Look, even now, looks like she's like five years older than she like did in this movie. So I also will applaud Halle Bailey for. I think she, how old was she when she got cast? Because she got cast like four or five years ago at this point. Something it's like been that, a while. Yeah. And I don't know how and, old she is now. What is she like? Twenty one. Yeah. So whatever. So say she got cast at seventeen. Seventeen, man. I would have lost my mind if I had this much discourse on the internet just about <laughs> me. Uh, so like, really good for her. Just being a good person and and you know making it through that because it was a lot of shitty discourse and i think most people who see this movie say she's fantastic um Mm -hmm. but you know there's still a lot of people online that are just not going to see it and they're still going to bitch and moan about it Um, right yeah i'm totally rooting for her but whereas like the movie not too high on but i'm rooting for her she's got like two other movies this year yeah the color purple Um, coming out in december and then i don't know what the other one is I was yeah. I told Riley this when we were walking. I was like, how how like epic would it have been if like Vanessa would would have been Chloe Bailey? Like that would have been such a like <laughs> epic final battle, just like her twin sister or whatever. Or I don't yeah. know if they are they twins or just sisters, but if that if that was like who the Ursula turned into at the end to steal Eric away from her, and then they had to battle each other, that would have been an iconic reveal. But Chloe Bailey's twenty four. I don't think Hallie Bailey's that old. She is. They look pretty similar, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Yeah. So maybe she got cast at 19. Even then, I'd still be a dick to people online. But, but yeah, I don't think I... Yeah, that's all I should have. She's, I thought overall, like, 4.7. mentally stronger than all of us. Yeah. I For think sure. uh, I definitely had more thoughts, like, while I was in the theater, but... Um, couldn't write your notes down. Yeah, I couldn't take my notes. Bummer, Bill. <laughs> um, right. One thing, like, which is, like... It didn't take me out of the movie because like, I think representation in kids' movies is awesome because, like, the more you can get, the better because, like, kids look up to these and, like, can see themselves in these movies. But I thought it was weird, like, a, like like all their sisters, like, I don't know, basically, like, did Har- Javier Bardem just, like, get around as King Triton? Just, like, did he, did he have, like, ten different mothers? Because that's what you'd, like, think from, like, all their sisters. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I didn't look into it too much, but probably, probably, I mean, he's king of the sea, you know. He's, he's getting around. <laughs> yeah. Because her mother flex, died, but we don't know flex, about the other mothers. You flex that shit out of yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Nice with it. But God, just such a weird performance from him, man. <laughs> he was uh, now, now I'm in, intrigued by it. Now I want to watch it to see what you guys I'm are talking t- about. I'm totally watching Hamilton this week, though. <laughs> so, like, yeah, watch George, it. like, just uh, for Javier Bardem, like, I don't think, like, most of it isn't even his fault. It's just, like, the way they frame him just so weird in so many scenes. that There's that it's one scene specifically at the end weird. that is, yeah, he does look really weird. looks weird. I don't think it's, like, he's terrible. He looks weird. <laughs> yeah, but that's all we got on uh, uh, right. The Little Mermaid. We'll wrap up. Yeah, we'll wrap up The Little Mermaid there, and then we'll wrap up our movie reviews with uh, Tyler. If you want to give, like, a brief uh, run-through of your triple feature, you watched Kandahar, The Machine, 
cocaine bear true story and you hurt my feelings three of those being less than a one and a half out of five stars so brutal week of movie watching for you yeah it's been rough so the cocaine bear the true story i don't know i think i first saw it pop up on peacock like a couple weeks ago but it was like a 50 minute documentary so i threw it on and it's about like the guy who skydived out with the bear because we all saw cocaine bear right so we kind of know yeah. like the whole yeah. it's about like the guy who like died skydiving out of the plane as opposed to like the bear itself and this is this this movie was so or the documentary is so weird because all the people they interviewed because the guy was from Kentucky and they just interviewed like the local mayor and like sheriff from Kentucky and like I'm not even kidding you like ten minutes of this movie was dedicated to them being like a true homegrown Kentucky boy would never get <laughs> messed up and like a, a Kentucky boy with morals would never do this like and they, I was this was Kentucky propaganda it was just awful documentary um, you hurt my feelings I love those an A24 movie Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, super funny, super dramatic. Like, uh, the trailers honestly didn't completely sell me on it, but it's a 24 and it was a Sundance release, I think, but I didn't get to see it. Uh, so I was like, I I'm in Went to see it very much enjoyed it. Uh, just v very well written. Just like, it's a movie that it's just such a simple story about just like the white lies you tell your partner in their, in their life. Uh, and kind of what happens if you find out your partner's been white lying to you. Uh, and yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I think the writing was super solid. Uh, there's only like one scene I really didn't like, but other than that, it was like one of my favorites of the year. And uh, yeah, I love Burt Kreischer. I don't know if uh, you or Cam has seen any of his like standups, but I, I enjoy his standup specials. The Machine, the standup story itself, I really enjoyed when I first heard it like years ago. But they turned it into a movie with him and uh, his dad in the movie is Mark Hamill. So I was like, oh, I'm excited to see this. Like, what what is Luke Skywalker and the Machine gonna get up to? But basically. The machine story is like him going to Russia on a field trip when he was in college and getting messed up with the Russian mafia. And basically, like, he tells a story. Like, that's his, like, main com com comedy stand-up special. And this whole movie is about, like, just a theatrical retelling of that. But now he's getting re-entangled with the mob because they're, like, mad that he's talking about all this stuff from 20 years ago. So now they want to, like... And he apparently, like, stole a pocket watch in the story. So now they're, like, trying to get the pocket watch back. So him and his dad, Luke Skywalker, go over to freaking russia and getting tangled with the mob and it's just, it just was like pretty bland and boring it wasn't like offensively bad i just didn't love it at all and then kandahar with gerard butler is just like another gerard, like it's just gerard butler like is what he's done the past 10 years just like an action war flick that's just got like no substance to it that's just pretty boring and bland and it's gerard butler you can't really expect much these days even though like i gen like because i just finished my 100th 2023 release of the year so i was going back and looking at my rankings of the year so far like i was looking back fondly on plane i was like i had fun with that like seeing plane in theaters like it was a good time whereas like condor was just not it's a lot more yeah. serious than plane whereas plane kind of leaned into the fact that it's just like bananas with them on that island but yeah that's that's it for all the new releases so yeah at this point not you know great. exactly what you're going into with the gerard butler movie yeah, it's weird because he, he's always been that, like, action guy. And it's funny because he had that, like, five-year spurt where they tried to make him, like, a rom-com guy. And I feel like yeah. it, there was a couple that were pretty good. But, like, I feel like it, it never – like, he, P.S. I love you or something. Yeah, and I think – what was it, The Bounty Hunter or something? Like, the Bounty Hunter. Which was, like, a mix of his rom-com and his action stuff. But, yeah, he's, like, had some, like, pretty decent movies. But for the most part, you're getting Olympus has yeah. fallen, rinse and repeat for ten years. Yeah. Hey, I like Olympus has fallen a good amount. Yeah, that's, I can't remember. Like, I haven't seen either in a long time. I can't remember if I liked White House yeah. Down more than Olympus has fallen or not. But yeah, it's Gerard Butler. You can't expect much. Yeah, I don't think anyone does at this point. Um, but all right, if you are enjoying this episode, 
regardless of where you are watching it, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Make sure you're following. Make sure you're hitting the like. Cam is showcasing our merch. Tyler is showcasing our merch that has dropped. Check the merch out. Check out the Patreon. Make sure to leave us a rating on uh, on Spotify and Apple. I don't think you can leave ratings on YouTube, uh, but the ratings help us greatly. And, of course, we are all over social media. You can Twitter, leave a thumbs up. You can leave a thumbs up. Thumbs us up on YouTube. Like this video. Um, all over social media, YouTube. Um, that's a lie. I just mentioned YouTube. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're all over, so make sure you're following. Cam, do you want to kick us off with our little jingle? Hey, 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 it's trailer time. We need that on merch. We need that somewhere on merch. One oh, you, do you guys remember when toothbrushes, like way back in the day, used to have like tooth yeah, tones? Of, like, yeah. We needed the hey, hey, it's trailer time tooth <laughs> tones for the kids to brush the kids at home. Get Bailey one of those when he starts brushing his own teeth. Hey, I'd buy one, man. Just be my voice all day. Uh, all right. It. The, uh, the the biggest trailer of the week was obviously the uh, final Barbie trailer or the official Barbie trailer. Um, this also it came with the news of uh, the soundtrack, which includes the Kid Leroy, Tame Impala, Ryan Gosling, Nicki Minaj, uh, Dua Lipa, Lizzo, and Haim, just to name a few. Uh, Dua Lipa didn't deserve that. She deserved number one. Sorry. Dua Lipa's number one, followed by everyone else, Damn as right. per Cam Walsh, 27. Um, but this trailer, I don't, I don't think it did anything more for my excitement than the first trailer. Like I'm still at a 10 out of 10 for excitement here. I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely like fun seeing like where this movie is going. I think we got a little more Will Smith in this, uh, Will Ferrell in this movie, uh, which was awesome. Uh, what were you guys thoughts on this trailer? I think uh, for me, I'm always, I'm already excited for this. Like I, it was never in question if yeah. I was going to be feel like if people were on the fence like six out of ten seven out of ten this added to it because this was a really good trailer i think um margot robbie's great uh ryan gosling's great will ferrell i think he's a good actor when he when he tries um i i'm excited for it i i don't know what else to say you know it's just pure excitement at this point it's the same like if oppenheimer dropped a trailer which i guess they already have too it's the same thing i'm excited that's yeah. that's all you can really say I feel like with movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer, they could have just dropped the first teaser and they would have been fine. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Barbie Barbie I think is big in the film world, but I don't know if it's big. That's what the, I keep saying cuz like and no one believes me, but like Riley genuinely thinks this movie looks so dumb. Like she's not excited for really? Barbie at all. And like that's something like people in the real world, like no one on film Twitter like understands it. Like I still people in the real world all think Barbie is going to be such a stupid movie. And like <laughs> all my friends who like aren't movie people are like wouldn't even consider like Barbie to be like a radar movie that they'd watch. So like I think like the trailers are more important than is that. It rated for that R? Oppenheimer. No, no, no. It's PG. No. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. I don't think the official rating's been dropped yet, but that'd be a grave mistake. It's definitely not. not. It's definitely uh, not. Yeah, PG, that would be. I think it's I PG thirteen. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Has it? I don't think it's been officially like released. Like the rating. Probably. Though, but, but no. It like I, for my thoughts on the trailer, I thought it, it looks cool. It's like it, it looks like a. Looks more like Enchanted than it does the Truman Show, which like isn't like a knocker like in any way. I'm just more saying like what like the vibe I was getting from it, where it's kind of like gave me Enchanted vibes, which I, I love Enchanted, so that's gonna be awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like George said it all. Like nothing really more they could do to make me more excited. Like I don't know what they yeah. could do to make me more amped for this movie than I already am. <laughs> to drop like I don't even know. I don't know what more, else they more, could do. more like a more Timothy Chalamet hint or like a yeah, Saoirse yeah, Ronan like, hint. Yeah. yeah, that'd be the only thing. 
Oh um, wow, this is gonna be I, this is gonna be the first movie without Sir Ronan for with Greta Gerwig. Same yeah, so they because they they underwent some reshoots in the last month for Barbie, so like people were like speculating on films where like oh they're gonna add in Saoirse and they're... Timothy. But yeah, it's the first movie she's doing without without both of them in it. Oh Damn. no, that'd be so funny if you just like see it when like Barbie goes to the real world, you just see like Timmy and Saoirse dressed in like their like ladybird fits, just walking in the back. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be I, funny. I will say, Duelipa dropped song dropped already, and it's the song of the summer. Yeah, shit, it's a banger. shit is fire, man. For I love, sure, I love Duelipa so much. How many times are you gonna ask for that to be played at a bar this summer? <laughs> as many as I can, man. I will bring <laughs> every will time bring you my, go out. I will bring my. You might need to make play, some merch that says "Play more Duelipa" on the play shirt. Play more Duelipa, <laughs> yes, sir. I think we need that. I love that. Play more Duelipa. Uh, That's all, right. all I'm holding up at parties. Uh, another trailer we got was just the final Flash trailer. Again, uh, I think for the most part, the only thing that really confirmed was Jeremy Irons returning as Alfred. Um, uh, but I, other than that, I don't think I don't think that trailer really gave more. Again, I've been obviously I've seen the movie, it. but I still think that the first two trailers did show a lot. Um, so I think a third trailer is just kind of unnecessary, but it did confirm for you guys that Alfred is returning. I didn't Jeremy know that. Irons. Of all the things I like find online, I didn't know he was returning. So cool. I didn't watch yeah. this trailer. So yeah, <laughs> there's your, I mean, there's why your head. would you? It was like the sixth yeah, right. trailer. Like at this point, just stop releasing them. It's getting annoying. Yeah. Um, and then we also had a trailer to Ruby Gilman Teenage Kraken, which I believe is the movie that Straw, Straw Hat mm-hmm. Goofy yeah. is gonna be. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, playing, he's like yeah. a gym teacher, right? Yeah, he's yeah. playing gym teacher. Shout out Straw Hat. Um, uh, shout out Straw Hat. Definitely I, listener of the pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I did not like this trailer at all. Ah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. I saw it in theaters on Friday night for the first time when I was watching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 for a third time. And I was like, this is just... I don't know. It's just It seems like the most bare minimum mermaid versus Kraken story ever. Ooh. It's going to be like high school, <laughs> middle school drama. And I was like, this looks just not that great i don't know if you guys have seen the trailer what your thoughts are but i, I saw didn't particularly it. love it yeah they showed the trailer before it. the little mermaid cam did they show up before your little mermaid screening or did you show up late uh did you yeah i showed up after it but i did oh. watch it okay well bold to play before the little mermaid because they literally say like who likes or who likes mermaids and they're like stupid people like literally in the oh, trailer okay. i was like that's bold to play in a theater yeah, full of kids that. about to watch the little mermaid i was literally like i was like i was kind of surprised like legitimately surprised like i'm surprised they surprised Disney approved of this because like they literally I, wonder, I think that's the line verbatim is they're like who likes mermaids anyways it's like stupid people i, was I like, wonder Whoa. if they have a stay of what plays in front of their movies like outside of a screening do you think they have a say well because I, I mean they say like this this preview has been approved but i think that's more about like the rating as opposed to like the company you know so like okay, this, this yeah. following preview has been approved to show but yeah i agree with george like I, I well i'm not as hot on this as george like it's like it doesn't look like anything great doesn't look like anything egregiously bad it's it looks like Worse than Elemental to me, but, like, I, I fully am confident Elemental will be better, but I'm just saying, like, the Elemental trailer to me looks like it's just going to be such a very middle-of-the-road Pixar movie, whereas this looks like middle-of-the-road but maybe a little more towards the bad side. But that makes sense. I forgot Straw Hat Goofy was in this because, like, a lot of movie TikTokers do the whole, like, every movie you're releasing in, like, this month that, like, you should be prepared for. And a lot of people were talking about this one, and when I did mine, I'm like, I'm not talking about this movie. I was like, maybe they're just, like, shouting out Straw Hat, but I don't think anyone's really... I don't think it's going to be a box office mover I, or anything. 
No, I, I think like you mentioned with Elemental, like Pixar's just kind of got a grip on me where I'll be excited for any movie they release. This DreamWorks, like they have good movies and they have bad movies. And I guess you could say that for Pixar as well, but I think they hit way more often than they miss. For sure. Um, and so this, if this is like middle of the road DreamWorks versus Elemental being middle of the road Pixar, like there's, those are two very different things in my in my opinion. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it looks fine. I'm not gonna like just. I'm not gonna say I'm pumped. <laughs> like this, this kind of <laughs> like Barbie on the exact opposite scale. You couldn't have given me a trailer that made me like more excited for this thing. I don't think so. Like it just kind of keeps my interest at like five out of ten. That's that's about where I'm at. And we didn't even get Straw Hat in the trailer. Unless I, I know. It, but I we didn't even. So. I don't think. Yeah, we, did. we didn't even like get anything him. from him in the trailer. So I'm. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like a minor role, but a much yeah. bigger role than Soup's in At Midnight. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that, yeah. Also, Jesus. <laughs> voice. Do you think voice acting's harder than? Well, so Soup's played himself. Um, so Soup's just made a YouTube video and they just like put it in at midnight. Yeah. But do you think voice act? I don't know how hard voice acting is. Is like harder than like? I'm trying to think of another TikToker in a movie. Whatever. What's his name? Did in Cocaine Bear that one TikToker. Oh, yeah. Or like Addison, Addison Ray. Ray. He's all that. No, Addison Ray was not bad. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Yeah, I don't Stop know where you're going. I think voice acting is hard. I don't think it's anywhere near as hard as real acting, but it's like super, like, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to take anything away from voice acting. I'm like huge on the voice acting. It's like a very tough skill, but like, it's just not acting. Real like, acting. it's not like, like, that's a whole, you have to add in that's, facial that's structures, like body people. move, I, body language. And Tyler Whitmore says voice acting is not acting. Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, even though I just posted a video the other day saying there should be an Oscar for voice acting. There should be. <laughs> there should, there should be. be. Yeah, you're not there wrong. There literally should that. be. Uh, and the final trailer we have, which we don't even really need to talk about, this is the new Netflix. Uh, I, I don't even know if it's a Netflix original, but it's a new Netflix TV show called Skull Island, uh, which is set within the MonsterVerse, which has me very excited because I'm a big fan of the MonsterVerse, even if those movies haven't been particularly amazing. No. Um, Long- Godzilla vs. Kong was amazing. It was not amazing. It was. It was, it was Kong, good. Kong Skull <laughs> Island wasn't amazing, but that video, something about the visuals and that, like the color palette they use, like dude, that, they're so dope. I know everyone always talks about you know like Grand Budapest Hotel, Blade Runner twenty four nine, but Kong Skull Island's like probably in my top ten of like just most like visually appealing, just like colors on a screen because they're so like it's the oranges so are so good. crazy. Because we were like in Universal when Riley and I watched it for the first time a couple months ago. I was like, this is like this is a fine like average movie, but this is like good like looking. Yeah color pattern and then that that, that one scene where like tom hiddleston is just slicing those bird things and like the green powder is mm. floating it like, i do it's like just, that I do yeah like that. but then he, even the godzilla movies like king of the monsters again not that great of a movie but it just looks insane yeah the first scene where king Ghidorah comes out and, she, and she's just like three heads staring over everyone and like the lightning in the background, the blues, mm-hmm. it just looks That's unbelievable. Awesome. In my opinion, the monster verse has, has continuously gotten better. Like it, like it goes Godzilla, Kong Sky Kong skull Island, Godzilla King of the monsters, Godzilla versus Kong. I think they consistently get better in my opinion. Yeah. And I have fun with Which, them. Just like I have fun with like the Meg. So like, when is the Meg going to be wrapped into the monster verse? <laughs> like, it's just it so naturally be. fitting. Like, that's just so, so naturally funny. fitting. Be. It's interesting be. that this is a Netflix show when it, it, the monster verse is so heavily Warner bros. And I know like Netflix isn't necessarily like against Warner bros. They kind of, but they are their own studio. So it's interesting that this is like 
crossing studios, yeah. you know, yeah. is a little odd. Very interesting. All right. That's the end of our, our trailer segment. We will move on to uh, news. Um, some decently big news this week. Not really big news, but maybe news that just warrants attention. The first of which, and uh, Tyler, I'll kick it off to you immediately because I did see a tweet about it. John Wick Chapter 5 confirmed to be in early works. Tyler, you tweeted that you you like the John Wick franchise. You think John Wick 4 is a great movie, but you don't think John Wick Chapter 5 is warranted. And I agree with that. Um, what are your thoughts? Any more you want to expand on that? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely not alone in that take. There's a lot of people on Twitter that, that agree with that sentiment. But the thing is, like, it's just as film fans, we got to just stop expecting like franchises or like movies to like stop when they're ahead. Cause like, it's not just that they're having John Wick five, which maybe they can make great, but they have the continental that ballerina and they have, they said two to three other spinoffs in production right now. So like you guys just gotta like accept that the John Wick franchise is going to be overdone. I know all of them have been very good so far. There's 0% chance that every single spinoff five spinoffs that they're working on right now are all going to be just as good as the first four John Wicks. I don't know. There's just like, it's just weird. Cause this movie started off as just a, a singular movie. They never planned on building out this crazy universe. And now it's just kind of like evolved into it, which they've done a masterful job at building out that lore, taking from the first movie nuggets that they had and expanding on it. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and it's weird too. Cause I saw some people that when John Wick four ended, they were like, Oh, I don't think like spoilers for John Wick four. So pause your screen or skip forward. 10 seconds. You don't want to hear spoilers for John Wick four. People were like, Oh, like, I don't think he actually died. Like, he's going to come back in John Wick 5. And they were, like, excited for that when the movie first came out. And I was seeing those same people just saying on Twitter, saying, we don't need a John Wick Chapter 5. So I think they're starting to just drink the Kool-Aid and do what everyone else is doing. Because I swear some of these takes that I see that people say, we don't need John Wick 5, very much wanted after John Wick 4. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure the action will be cool. But do we need it? No. And I one thing, like, just a random aside, I hate when people say, oh, we don't need any movie. Like, yeah, we know. But... I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big. I was gonna say, guy. yeah, Cam says that all the time. Movie guy. It's all right. Says that it's every right. episode. It's just my belief. That's all right. Um, but yeah, no, that that's that's what confuses me with John Wick Chapter Five is because again, we're we're spoiling John Wick Chapter Four. Who the fuck cares? Like he died. Did he die at the end of it, or do we think he's coming back, or do we think like? He's coming back, apparently. Because he so, has to, because like everyone's like, oh, will it just follow Donnie Yen and stuff? And it's like, they already have spinoffs that are going to be doing yeah. that. So like John Wick 5 is going to be John Wick, because they already have spinoffs for every other character. And if it doesn't follow John Wick, why would you call it John Wick 5? Like, Right. I don't know. I, I, I like the way John Wick Chapter 4 ended. Like, I think it ended like really nicely for like the character of John Wick. Um Obviously, I don't think it wrapped up like that story. Like, there's still more you could expand with Donnie Yen uh, and like the two Continental guys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think John Wick's like story ended in Chapter Four, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they come back with Chapter Five. Yeah, they just ended it so well in Chapter I Four. Know. For him. That was one of the better character send offs like you could have. Yeah. It was just so perfect. But I don't know, Cam. What do you think? To, well, to counter Tyler's point of of like no movies needed or. I'm a believer in like, if it's good, great. Um, it's hard to make, especially in this universe where it's just pure action. It's hard to make five good movies. Uh, or, um, am I, am I amped? No. Uh, uh, but I do like the John Wick universe a lot. Uh, I think when, you know, I originally had that movie at a five out of five, it's dropped a bit since, but I still think it's really great. John Wick four that is, um, 
I, like I said, if it's good, that's awesome. I'm glad we got it. But if it's not, then it's, I think it's a sign of, yeah, we probably should have stopped this at four. Also, do we know, is this, it? we don't know anything about it. So probably not. If Chad Stahelski comes back, it's great. Um, but I feel like it's hard to get him to come back for a fifth movie. I got to assume I, unless he doesn't really do anything else, I feel like. So maybe it is easy to get him to come back. Who knows? But if he yeah. comes back, that's that's a bonus, I would say. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm sure he'll come back for it. Like, obviously, like this is very early news. So all we know is just his in development. But I wonder what his involvement will be in. So we have obviously ballerinas confirmed. Connell's confirmed, but I don't think they named the other two, but they said they have two to three other in works right now spinoffs. So I, I wonder if he's like James gunning this, Kevin Feigeing this, like overseeing it all, or if like the studio's taking the reins from him. And I think the answer to that question yeah. will be pivotal into how good these projects are gonna be. It yeah. would be stupid if he didn't oversee all of this. Like this is his baby. Like it would mm-hmm. be dumb for him not to continue watching over this absolute precious yeah. franchise. Yeah. Um, That's true. Next up, we got Quentin Tarantino talking about his final film, basically saying that the movie Critic takes place in California in 1977 and is based on a guy who really lived but was never really famous, and he used to write movie reviews for a porno rag. Tarantino also says that this, I think this has been confirmed, but he will stop directing after this one, and he came out with a statement saying it's just time, it's just time to go out. I like the idea of going out on top. I like the idea of giving it my all for 30 years and then saying, okay, that's enough. I think that's a load of horseshit. I don't think there's any chance he stops directing. He, maybe he stops directing film, but... Right. Does he well, have he, a show? He, yeah, he has a show. He has the show. He said he wants to do some TV, and then he also said he wants to write, like, a play. So, like, stage stuff. So, he's still going Because he also said yeah. a couple of weeks ago, he was, like, saying, like, how Hollywood's dying, but he's like, I'm going to be one of the last people here, like, turn on the lights. Because he, like, loves, like old school cinema. So I think he's still going to be in the industry. And I don't think he's like said he won't be in the industry, but yeah, he's definitely been very firm as his last film he's making, but I agree with you, George. I think it's only a matter of time until he comes back. Yeah. This and then, is, go again. No, 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 no. I was just going to say that the, 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 the news around this new movie, like doesn't excite me just because I don't think we have enough information to be excited. Obviously Tarantino attached to any film is like enough to make someone's balls tingle, but I, I don't think, we have enough information to get like giddy about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, um, I was more so like, this is one of those things where just like any other career, I'd be like 30 years, man, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> as soon as I can, reti- as soon as I can retire comfortably, I will be retiring comfortably. And it's, <laughs> and it's one of those things like where Martin Scorsese is still working and he had a really emotional uh, like peace with maybe the Hollywood reporter or something where he's like, man, it's like, I'm old and I know it. And I know it's coming to an end, which that's really sad, but also just, I don't understand how you work for that long and just still enjoy it. Like I, I I'm very happy that they love it. So I kind of respect that, that Quentin Tarantino's like, I just want to retire. I just want to be done with this, which, cause like, I get that as a, as an average working man, I get that. Um, and I Cam also just really like Tarantino just, for real. Yeah, he just like me. He just like me for real. Uh, except, but all I, the, except all the bad things he does. Anti that. Has he done but any bad? Has he gotten like canceled for stuff? Did write a movie where he dropped the n word. So like. Oh yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, it's not great. <laughs> right. I don't think he's a terrible person. By uh, but like he definitely did write that movie and did cast himself in that position. Yeah. So that's kind of that's very very weird. Um, I will say for the movie critic though, like. I know George doesn't love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I'm so excited to see another set. Oh, like, I love Once Upon a Time. This time period in, based in California, like, because 
even if you don't like the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like you gotta admit, like his the the setting he was able to make with that old school look in Hollywood was so cool. Like all like the neon lights and the way the city looked and the cars and like I'm so excited to go back to basically the same time period. This will be like eight years after that, but still similar vibes in California again. Like I'm just excited for that like production design because that's just gonna be so so nice. And he also said like he said he wants to cast someone who's gonna be like a 35 year old man for this and then i saw someone quote tweet that he said he wants to be about a 35 year old man for the lead and someone who he hasn't worked with before and he has a few ideas in mind but then someone quote tweeted that with michael Sarah and his age being 34 and that'd be so funny if michael Sarah is freaking playing a this character but obviously it's not gonna be that because he said it's gonna be more like a taxi driver ish kind of role so it's, uh, michael Sarah would just be hilarious in that kind of role but i'm excited mm-hmm. for it excited to see what he has planned for his final movie yeah moving that's all we wanted to say about tarantino i'm pretty sure yeah um i need more information on the movie that's really it Mm -hmm. i feel like we say that every week about some movie um interesting bit of news that i thought was kind of i wish seth was here for this one um and maybe we'll just let him touch on it on one of our real clips or even next week but the safety brothers are splitting up uh for their next film um with josh safety set to direct their new Adam Sandler and Ben Affleck movie. Um, I don't even, this is just very interesting news to me because obviously they've been very successful as a duo. Um, it kind of feels like Joel and Ethan Cohen separating um, for Macbeth, um, which obviously a lot of people, I myself was not the biggest fan on. Um, so I don't know. Do you have anything to touch on that? Uh, I mean, so like Benny, well, people are saying like, oh, it makes sense because Benny's acting more these days. But Benny's always been cast and stuff because I guess he's going to be an Oppenheimer. Yeah. He's in Are You There, God, Me, mm-hmm. Margaret. But like he was in Good Time and he's been like acting and stuff. Whereas, yeah. like, whereas uh, what Josh Safdie never I don't think he's ever had an acting role. So uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because like they they're speaking of directors who are like in hot water. Like they have some major controversies over the production yeah, of yeah. a Good Time. Sure. And they're just like the like, I don't want to say king because that's a positive thing. But like it's like they're like. They're just like putting a master class and just like avoiding talking about issues and just like I wonder if it is something to do with that though. Like I wonder, I wonder like it's it's weird, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It's they, they definitely are just like just they they're firm in their belief that they're just not going to address any of that because it's been probably like no, two yeah, three but, months. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, maybe that's a stretch. It's been like one or two months since that news came out that like their the production of Good Time had a lot of very big red flags to it, and they, none of them have said anything about it. But I don't know. I think it's I don't know. It'll be interesting to see them separated. We'll see how it goes. Like, I agree with George. I didn't like when the Coen brothers split up just because I thought the tragedy of Macbeth was not great. But I don't know if them being together would have made me like that movie anymore. In, like, 20 years, this will be, like, the Jonas brothers getting back together in the movie world. <laughs> yeah, I like that you added the caveat in the movie world because the average yeah, person doesn't give a fuck about this news. No, they don't yeah. know who the hell the Safdie brothers are. No. Yeah. This will be that. Also, the Safdie Brothers news kind of came out at the same time that Jonathan Majors news came out. So I feel like it was wildly overshadowed. That's also, man. Well, yeah, which also has kind of been blown under the rug over mm-hmm. the last, like, two, three weeks, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, um, what's going on with that? Will Ferrell is in talks to star as John Madden and David O. Russell's Madden, a film about the origin of the Madden video game. Um, just wild. David O. Russell is still making movies. 
Dude, that I sentence saw, you literally uh, just said was a Mad Lib. That was just a yeah. Mad Lib, like of like the worst. Because like, Will Ferrell, at this point in his career, is not really dropping great movies. <laughs> so Will Ferrell and talks a star in a John Madden biopic by David O. Russell, and then it's Bro, not even like about the shittiest director you can think of. Right, and like me personally, Russell. like as as a football fan, like I would be happy to see a John Madden biopic. But this is not, this is about the video game. It's not about John yeah, Madden's life. So I was like, this funny. is like the, a, this is just a Mad Lib, of, like the worst possible movie. This I is do. Yeah. Someone, someone typed in the chat GBT, write the worst movie ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is a chat GBT movie. This is You're chat right. GBT. <laughs> I, do, I do, like I've said, I think Will Ferrell is good when he tries. Um, I, I think I, I, I more so have issues with his recent comedy stuff because they all suck, in my opinion, for the most part. Eurovision's um, good, though. Eurovision, okay. I liked Eurovision. I did like Eurovision. <laughs> um, but that part is like the best the best part of this news like again it's like the Halle Bailey being the best actress this year it's, it's not much competition in that line of head in that headline I mean yeah, I, yeah. he just doesn't like it man if I if someone came to me and said cast someone to play John Madden Will Ferrell's not landing in my top 250 of choices it's yeah. just a weird you choice you think he'll put on the weight do you think that's what I'm wondering I wonder if he was like told his agent he's like i'm just ready to let go at this point in my yeah. life i'm ready to yeah. eat cast me a role where i'm allowed to eat yeah probably <laughs> all right i feel like we're going from one like controversial thing to the next but right. next up we have hbo's latest tv show the idol uh, at one point it had fallen to a nine percent which had made it hbo's lowest rated show it's now back up to a 27 percent uh, I don't plan on watching this show. No, I'm not going to watch it. Man. I don't think anyone plans on watching this show. This bit of news was way cooler when it was a 9%. 27% doesn't seem like... It's still their worst rated, though, right? No, I think Velma now is their worst rated. Oh, Velma <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Cam, Cam, you actually watched it and agree, that, agree with the hate for it. <laughs> yeah, Vel Velma was terrible. I watched three episodes and couldn't finish it. Um, I'm just, speaking of HBO, I'm just watching so much Succession lately that all I can think about is like boardroom meetings and stuff. So I'm just like picturing yeah. Sam Levinson and team being like, just going to HBO and be like, look, our ratings are up 300% in the last day. Like this, this show is on a trajectory that we will be at 120% on Rotten Tomatoes in like two days. But yeah, this movie's or this show is going to be awful. Like I'm not going to you know watch a single crazy? minute of it. It had a 9% with like 11 reviews and now it has a 27% with 15 reviews, which means those four additional reviewers had to have given it like positive scores. Yeah. God, which is just disgusting. Yeah, uh, it's just like I don't know. I think, it, <laughs> God, just everything I've heard about this show just makes me not want to watch it. And like, I know like Johnny Depp's also a controversial man, but like, this is a weird like. I just can't imagine being a father and like having your like daughter play someone who's like literally like described yeah. as being like quote like what's her what is she she's like literally like, quote like the cum dumpster or something like that of like yeah. celebrities like in the show like it's like man that's just gotta be rough as a dad. I know he's like probably not really like an involved father. I don't know. He doesn't seem like the greatest guy, but the, Velma has yeah, a everything about it on on Rotten Tomatoes from uh, oh, the, is the it really? Score. It's got seven percent audience, but it's forty percent. Oh, critic. there you go. All right, yeah. so I guess the I don't know. Is below. <laughs> this is interesting though, because like Euphoria was so highly watched with teenagers, and it's like that show is definitely problematic in its own right, but it's not the idol problematic. So it's like going to be interesting and like unfortunate to see if that same demographic carries over to all binge the idol because. I don't think there's a show we want teenagers to be watching. Like, it may be like, and there, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. There's definitely a possibility that all the critics are overblowing everything. I don't think that's the case, but I'll just give a 
give them the benefit of the doubt because I haven't seen anything of it yet, so I don't want to just completely say it's the worst thing anyone's ever made without watching it, but I don't know. I'm not going to be watching this. Then again, I haven't watched Euphoria either, but I know, George, you watch Euphoria, but even you as a Euphoria watcher aren't going to be watching the idol. I'm still not watching that. I mean, Euphoria, I say this all the time. I think Euphoria season one is genuinely great. I think it's a really good season of television. Season two just it over-sexualizes 17 and 16-year-olds. Like, obviously, season one does the same, but season two just kind of takes it to, like, another level, and it also just kind of, like, loses track of the plot every so often. So Sam Levinson also said some weird stuff this week. He did. He said, like, oh, God. He said, like, I think Sydney tweeted it again, too, but I'm forgetting what it was. It was, like, something weird. He said it can't. And obviously, he got, like, a 10-minute standing ovation in Cannes, which I just – For a 27%. Yeah. Like, that's Uh, crazy. um, (laughs) A bit of news that I just thought was pretty interesting just because it was a little unexpected. Rebel Wilson says she auditioned last year for the role of the next – for a role in the next James Bond film. Um, I can't see – She looks good now, though. She looks very good. I don't know. I just can't – I can't see her, like – other than like a comedian yeah you know so like when i saw that she was like i don't know maybe maybe it wasn't her maybe she was just like entertaining it but maybe she was genuinely interested in being in a james bond film i was like that seems like an interesting career decision there yeah i agree i i couldn't see her in james bond just purely because like literally zero percent do their looks it's just about like her past roles i just yeah to me she's just comedian in my mind exactly like she's just that's her demeanor like I, yeah i don't know maybe seeing her play like uh i don't know like a villain who just cracks jokes left and right the disnification of bond yeah, yeah. but yeah i, I don't game, think bonds that, well Gun okay bond. i was gonna say bond's never been comedic but i'll say the daniel craig movies weren't comedic bond and like the every pretty much every bond before yeah. daniel craig was pretty comedic yeah and so if they want to yeah. go back to that maybe but I don't know. I could see her working as like someone like high up in MI6. Like I feel like I heard like a suit or something. I could see her being like a, you know, basically like the person that's like back at base that kind of communicates with Bond or something. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting bit of news for sure. Yeah, definitely fun. And then not even news, but we get Furiosa in uh, just under a year. I think it was like one year on Saturday, yesterday or Friday. Um, Just another I, I watch. When we went through, uh, I think it was like what, two weeks ago when we did like our favorite scenes of all time. Mm. I can't believe I didn't have a Mad Max Fury Road scene in there. Whether well, it was, you did. did you not have? I thought no. you had the end of the storm. You didn't have the one where they drove into. Did the... I have Storm is Coming? I think, I think you, you did. did. Okay, well then that it should be in my top ten. Okay. Storm okay. is Coming or even Brothers in Arms. Both of those scenes are so goddamn good, and I just watched like it's Mad Max Fury Road for me is like Spider Verse, where like. On YouTube, it's probably my most rewatched like movie clips. Just the right. sheer amount of time I like, I rewatch Leap of Faith. I rewatch Storm is Coming, Brother in Arms, just shit like that. Uh, so I'm really excited for Furiosa. I don't know where your excitement levels lie, but we obviously don't need to get into it. There's nothing we really know about this movie. Um, and then last bit of news: James Cameron reportedly has said that he has started writing a new Terminator movie. However, he is waiting to see how AI develops in the real world before continuing the script interesting yeah right i think that's more about i think that's less about ai writing scripts as opposed to like terminator being such an ai based movies movie like if you just make a whole ai taking over the world plot and it like goes completely wrong but i don't know one thing i just so okay my office i've been waiting to redo it forever i have all this stuff sitting here and it's been months and i haven't gotten to it it will take me three hours tops to redo my office (laughs) and i still can't do it 
James Cameron, every movie he makes is like a 15-year ordeal. I don't get how he could be able to like muster up that energy, be like, yeah, I'm taking on this project, knowing that that's like a 15-year commitment of his life. Like, I can't even do commit to something that's two hours of my day. Yeah. This next well, Terminator movie is going to be a 12-year thing. You think you think he saw the trailer for the creator and he was like, "Let me just drop this news real quick, just so everyone can be thrown off." Yeah, <laughs> probably. Like that's probably. literally what the creator is. It's basically another Terminator movie about AI. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but we'll move on to your news, and we have basically nothing. Uh, I uh, my fault for being a bad host. I forgot about the Secret Invasions trailer. Um, Cam, do you have anything There's to say? Yeah, it was just like a teaser trailer, and it yeah. happened. It happened. It also happened like Sunday night, so like okay. right after we recorded. So, yeah. um, I will say I, think, I I like those teaser posters a lot for Secret yeah, Invasion. Yeah, right. I think that it looks good. They it's, were very cool. I think it looks good. I think they're very much leaning into like, hey, this is like Civil War, but crazier. And they're yeah. like, they, a lot of their marketing is like kind of trying to. Uh, I think they've had interviews like where they've said that. Um, it also very much has like. It has a line in the teaser where it's like, why don't you ask like any of your other super friends or something? I I think Olivia Coleman says, and it's a very much just, I need to do this on my own kind of thing. But no, you don't. You don't. Just call up like Thor. Like, he will do this in seconds. But um, outside of that, I'm very excited for this show. Uh, I think this is shockingly i i would say yeah this is probably my number one most anticipated mcu show from this year even though i do love no, Loki. Show, okay. uh, I, I, is this I, is this the next mcu show coming out or do we have something so it's like july it's like june yeah because we only have so three this, this year right this then loki then echo but yeah. this is the first one we're getting in like a year when did uh what was the last one we got she hulk she hulk it's yeah, definitely was, not a year ago, but it was. Long it, was last, it was like it, it was, was like fall, year. right? It wasn't it was winter. Like I think fall. it was fall. Yeah, it was so. probably like November. Yeah. Quite a long time. Like, yeah, yeah. It was. It, it, they they said they were going to take a break, and I'm shocked they're dropping. I think if this year they only had Secret Invasion and and Loki, people would be really excited for these shows. I'm not saying you shouldn't be excited for Echo, but it's it's just like they said they weren't going to overpack the year, and then they kind of just said fuck it yeah we are I, you know yeah and to be um, fair it's their own fault for the echo lack of hype because they haven't given us a reason to be hyped for it like everything yeah. they're doing for it's making audiences left hype less hype so that's yeah. their own fault yeah I, um, I i am excited though yeah i i'm excited i'm excited to hopefully move in the right direction um adam driver uh i know we spoke about this uh i think last week or two weeks ago uh but there were rumors that he was going to be cast as Fantastic Four, at least, or Reed Richards. As Fantastic Four. Sorry. <laughs> the whole crew. He's playing the whole crew. He's a, he's a crazy method actor like that. Uh, no, as Reed Richards, um, I believe the news was that he was offered the role. Um, no news if he accepted or not. Cam, you sent us some. Yeah, so so I'm pretty confident that it's been confirmed. Like we got the whole. It's it has not been confirmed by like Disney, but it's been like scooped by basically everyone. Yeah. That the Fantastic Four cast is is um, cemented now. So it's it's um, Adam Driver as as Reed Richards. Sue Storm is played by Margot Robbie. Paul Mescal as Johnny Storm, and um, the Thing Ben something fuck played by uh played by David Diggs, which we spoke about him earlier. Go David Diggs. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a dope cast. That's a great cast, man. And, but he, and here's my thing with that cast. I don't see any world 
like any world where Adam Driver and Margot Robbie have good chemistry. I just I think don't. they're both very good actors, so I'm not too. Ex- no, I'm not expecting they are. that. They're two like, of the best. Think, yeah, but like I don't know. I just can't see them like working. I don't know. Obviously, I, they had to have done screen tests together if they're being cast together. So obviously, there's something there that we're not seeing. But just at face value, I just I don't see. I could see Paul Mescal and Margot Robbie having like great banter back and forth. Well, one thing that's but, odd about Paul Mescal is that. He's definitely still in the sphere. Like, he's about to break out of it, but he's still in the sphere of, like, film fans know him. Regular people don't. Um, and so, like, the, the the tweet that Cam sent, like, a lot of the replies were, like, Human Torch is supposed to be attractive. Who's this, like, unattractive man? Which, like, hey, I, I think Paul yeah. Mescal is attractive. Come I don't on. think he's conventionally attractive. I don't think he's, like, you know, he's not, like, a, I don't know, who's, like, a super stud. He's not, like, you know, Ryan Gosling, Henry Cavill, Cam Walsh. Yeah, like, I think... <laughs> Paul Mescal's a little more niche, maybe. I think he's very attractive. But, like, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of replies to that tweet. They're like, we need, like, Rudy Payne, Cal. Like, That's Paul Mescal's not. Damn. No, Cam, like, literally the top reply of the tweet you sent is <laughs> yeah. that. Like, someone's saying, Dumped like. on right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, people in the north. Because, like, everyone else knows. So, everyone knows pretty much Adam Driver and Margot Robbie. David Diggs maybe is someone who, like, the average person. Well, Hamilton. So, Paul Mescal's clearly the least famous or, I think, widely I known so of too. the four. Um but I don't know. And also, like, I love Paul Mescal. I think he's one of the greatest actors I have working. I don't know how much – I don't know. I, I don't know what chemistry I'll be able to see between him and Tom Holland. That's another criticism people had. I don't know. I, I can't really picture them having, like, banter and being buddies because that's going to be a big, you know, plot point. They're going to likely thread in if they want to be, like, the comics. Have Johnny – is it Johnny Blaze or is that Ghost Rider? Yeah, I always Storm. get those mixed up. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Johnny Blaze is, I think, is Ghost Rider. Ghost um, Rider. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I don't know. I can't picture him and Tom Holland being buddies, but – I, like I love him as an actor. I don't know if I love the casting. I'm excited to see him. Uh, I'm not. I'm not excited to see him in the MCU. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I love Paul Mescal. I, I don't know so, if I'm excited with the where casting. Where were you going with that? I don't know. I was like, I was trying to say like I'm happy for him, but like I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I I saw this what I believe to be a very stupid opinion. Um, of like people are like, congrats to these four and never doing anything creative for the next 15 years. I think that's complete bullshit. I think they're more than capable of doing whatever they want. And this just like adds to that. But um, I did like, there was one part of that tweet that went viral of like, also congrats to David Diggs for just standing in a booth for like two hours (laughs) or something. And then, and then getting paid $50 million. Good for him. But he's going to, he's going to be a real person for the first like 20 minutes of the movie or something. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be a real person for, I'm sure some of the movie. And then, you know, maybe they do the fantastic four two rise of the silver surfer thing they did where they just all switch powers and then he's a real person for another five minutes yeah um, but, but i agree with you that they're not all gonna be sucked away and yeah. never gonna be anything and like to that point too like margot robbie has never been in small budget movies ever i think about time no. maybe is the only one she's always no, been tanya. a blockbuster i she, tanya she's harley quinch i tanya was like yeah. it's not uh, I think it's like it, a wide not, theater release. It wasn't like an indie yeah, movie. Yeah. It's not big budget, but like, but like Babylon was like 200 smaller. mil, like Harley Quinn, Wolf of Wall Street. She's always like, she's never been like this indie worker. Like, like Adam driver had been for so long, but even Adam driver, like he's had star Wars. Like, but yeah, he's more of an indie guy. Paul Mescal. He is like, people don't know it yet, but he's definitely not going to be an indie guy. Once these new movies yeah. he's working and come out. And, yeah. And gladiators, they, yeah. they jumped Marvel jumped on him so quickly. Like they had to have seen after some, which have you guys ever seen him in anything else? I just looked at yeah. this film. The lost daughter, which came out Marvel. before I, after sun. I don't know if I've seen uh, Carmen, daughter. which I just saw. 
Normal people. Normal people. Yeah, that's I, a TV. I that's a limited series, TV. right? With Daisy Edgar Jones. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I, I haven't watched him in any of those, but I'm in, so I'm like kind of open eye, like to see what he can do as like not a depressed father. So like in in in, in any other like in any other setting, I'm interested to see what he can do. But I I think he was the best performance of last year. So I'm. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun seeing him just be a dude that's just macking on ladies for two hours. Like just trying to just hit, a dude hit on him like, and... Yeah, not a not a, again not a depressed father. See what he's like <laughs> in, in that in that world. All right, we'll move on. That'll wrap up the the bulk of the episode. Let's run through quickly. What have we been watching this week? Um, I know it's bad hosting, but I've watched five movies, so let me just run through them. Hmm. Uh, the Flash, Zack Snyder's Justice League finally showed Victoria. She gave it a three and a half out of five. Tough for our relationship. Uh, Wait, hold on. Did you show her the uh, Justice is Black version, or did you show her no. the one? Okay, that would have been it's, really it's thrown her in the deep end. Justice is gray. Actually. Justice is gray. Right, Sorry. Bro. But no, that would have been so brutal. <laughs> we she we paused it at one point because she had to use the bathroom, and she looks at like the time at the bottom, and she goes, "It's only been an hour. God <laughs> help me." <laughs> but no, she she made it through. She gave it a three and a half out of five. I think uh, Jason Momoa helped that score a little bit. Um, and then the next day, she made me watch Aquamarine, doo doo, um, but whatever. And then I watched The Suicide Squad, and I rewatched Guardians. So that's about all I've watched this week. I've I've been really bad again this week with taking things off my watch list. But whatever, Cam, what have you been watching? Um, this week, I watched both Little Mermaids. I watched he, he, big big Cam news of the week. The Into the Spider Verse, hundred out of hundred. That thing's perfect. I, so I've yeah, been, I saw. What, was it ninety nine before? And it was a ninety nine okay. out of hundred. Officially hundred up. It was this long my, overdue for you. Yeah, this is your fifth hundred out of hundred. Six, six, six. Okay. Which now, like, the, that just feels like a silly number. I gotta drop one. No, I probably won't. But um, <laughs> no, you gotta you add can, four you, and get to ten. No, you gotta can, add four and get to ten. Across the Spider Verse, we'll get a hundred. So. Yeah, you could drop Dude, a lot, everything I'm seeing. I am like, I've never been. I'm more excited for across the side. Smite, Jesus Christ, the Snyderverse <laughs> across the Snyderverse than I am. Clip before, it, clip uh, it, chat, clip it, chat. Cam is excited to restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> <laughs> I am more excited for this movie than I was for Avengers Endgame, I think. Like, I am so fucking amped. Everyone's saying this is better than the original. They probably don't think the original is perfect like me, so we'll see. But like, the reviews for that movie are absurd. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I did finish watching Air this week. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, I think there were a couple issues with it. I have like an 83 out of 100. I really, really enjoyed it. It's my first four out of five of the year. I'm only at 25 movies, but first four out of five. Um, Fun little stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. So you've given uh, 4.5s and 3.5s and 5s, but no 4s? <laughs> yep, yep, no 4s. Given a hat, a couple halves, given ones, given twos. Um, so yeah, first four. Uh, and I started. Um, what's the movie called? I started Dungeons and Dragons, but that was last night. Or yeah, that was this morning before we recorded, before my yeah. son woke up. So I got like twenty minutes in. Um, I was okay. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um, we'll see where it lines up. But I'm sure, there are others I just can't think of. Slash. Um, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I, I don't watch a ton of stuff anymore. Kind of sucks. Tyler, you, you've basically talked about all the movies you've seen, but I do see mm -hmm. that you started Love, Death, and Robots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so 
Love it. I, I'm not going in release order. I'm just. I, I'm not going yeah, in a recommended order. To. I'm going in literally yeah. just random order. And I started off so like I, I didn't look up anything. I started off with Zima Blue, and I was like, "Holy shit, that was so, so good. good!" Like, I, what am so I in good. store for? Do I just yeah. find? Which, to be fair, I know there's a lot more to find, but I think the next one I watched wasn't bad. It was just like average. And then I watched like two that I just really didn't like: the yogurt one yeah. and the alternate histories. Um, but yeah, so like I, I think. Because they're obviously like 12 minutes each, so I was watching a bunch of them, and I started yeah. off so hot. I was like, holy crap, I just, what is this show? This is so good. And then I think I just didn't watch the greatest ones after, so I'm, I'm still going to go through the whole library. But if just you're like not a, going, yeah, if you're not going in like release order, I have my ranking on Letterboxd. Uh, yes. So like, obviously you should watch every single one, just because mm-hmm. I think our opinions will differ on some episodes. But like, I don't know. There are 15 minute episodes. I can't imagine you and I have like the craziest difference in opinions here. Right. So you could just run through like my top 10 or something. Cause I have a couple out of four and a half out of five. I think some of them are so fucking, I'm very excited um, for you to watch like Sonny's edge. Um, that's my favorite. Was so. that the one you put, wasn't that in your top 10 favorite episodes of all time? Maybe, or I thought you did. So, I thought you talked about that yeah. recently for something. Yeah. I think that was my number 10. Yeah, but God, yeah. Zima Blue is so good though. Just yeah, so Zima good. Was, that was yeah, so really good. fucking good. Um, uh, yeah, and then what else? So I watched uh, Singing in the Rain, which it wasn't dang. my technically it's not my first. Well, okay, so like basically I watched that movie a lot as a kid. Like it would just be playing, but like I like not even just like when I was twelve. It's like I was like five. So I, I'm gonna call this my first watch because I, I I've seen it probably twenty other times but never remembered anything of it. So damn good. Like, I gave it a four and a half stars, but this is, like, probably going to get a five star on a rewatch. I just need to give it another watch, but I loved it. I Just a banger of a movie. Um, rewatched The Suicide Squad. Uh, we'll talk about that. So, if you're listening to this, this week's real quick review is going to be The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version, not the... Who is it? Zaslav? No, not Zaslav. Uh, Release the... Whoever. Such a forgettable director. David Iyer, I think, did the original one. Not that one. Watch the... James Gunn one, and uh, on Thursday you'll hear our review of that. Um, and then I rewatched the Spider Verse. I don't know, man. I might move this up to a five star. If Seth gave it a five star, it'd be more pressure, just so I could put in the Real Talk collection. But I really enjoyed it. Like, it's just, like from a t- like, a, I'm not giving it a knock because everyone like obviously, if you get a four point five star, all my comments are, oh, what the heck? Why is it so low? Um, but it's just purely personal preference. Like production wise and like everything about it's a 10 out of 10. Like that's clear as day. It's just like preference. Like it's just not like, you know, my favorite thing to watch. Like you guys love rewatching the clips. I'm not that way. So it's like a 4.5 for me. Um, so yeah, that's all I watch. Uh, quick Woj bomb. So breaking news. We've just added a new country. Shout out Camille in Switzerland for ordering a band hoodie front back and a why are they Swiss. here arrival t-shirt. <laughs> so Switzerland has been added to the country list. I'll create a new map. I'm, I'm going to create like a map and just fill it in to get more people. But that is a new country. I think that's officially our 10th. But I, yeah, like while we were doing it, we got, got an email. It was like new order. And the currency was CHF. I was like, what the? I've never seen CHF <laughs> currency in my life. But uh, yeah. And it's also so funny in different currencies. Like I'll be like so, someone drops like a, you know, 300 kroner order or whatever. I don't know. Freaking currency. But sometimes like, holy crap, how much do they buy? I'm like, oh, they bought like two t-shirts, but it's some weird currency I've never seen before in my life. But yeah, shout out Camille. Add in Switzerland to list. Amazing. So that's, Great. yeah, fantastic. Again. Um, all right. Let's, uh, we can wrap up our episode as always with our draft. So with in honor of uh, the Little Mermaid live action remake dropping this week, we're going to do a Disney movies draft. We can pick live action or animated. However, 
uh, we have decided to exclude Star Wars or any superhero projects. Um, I just, I, I don't, I'm not in the mood to have another draft where our first four picks are Infinity War, Empire, Revenge of the Sith. Right. And, you know, whatever. at least Spider Verse wouldn't have been eligible because that's not Disney and that would yeah, exactly. ruined everything. But yeah, no, I agree. No, no superhero is a good call. Yeah. Uh, the order is Cam, George, Tyler. Again, Seth, we miss you, man. Um, so Cam. I'm a little pissed about this first pick. Sorry. I was trying to update my, uh, <laughs> my movie spreadsheet. Because my one, no one else wants. Or, like, no one else wants it up here. So do I want it now or do I want to be strategic? We That's know what you're about. talking about, and we've all had a history of being scummy. So you should take I it actually, before one of us. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know exactly I'm what gonna, he wants. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go wild. I'm going strictly for votes here. <laughs> I had a good run of winning a couple in a row. I was feeling hot. Going for votes. I haven't, haven't gotten a win in a bit. I'm going with Coco to start off that's an interesting place to that, go for that's folks. just not the movie i thought you were going to say when you let that up with all those votes it's, it's my favorite disney movie ever cam so i'm like team coco thumbs up but yeah i'm, I'm not what i was thinking when you said like mega vote interesting pick. i'm interesting to see where votes are going then riley will Definitely. appreciate that that's riley's like favorite movie ever and i love yeah that's perfect. that is a very right. interesting first pick um i'm gonna go with my first pick <sighs> I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to do it. I'm going to go with The Incredibles. I was wondering, because clearly, like, obviously that's not a vetoed pick, but you said superhero films. But, like, I'm not oh, vetoing shit. that. No, no, that, no, you're right. No, no, no. I, I, no, I don't think it should be vetoed. But I think, it, like, because you were saying, I was like, why isn't he just saying excluding Marvel films? I was like, maybe he's no, talking no, about Incredibles. You're, you're, but I think Incredibles I, is absolutely on the board. I don't I think, think that's we a can, I can. I think we can draft it. No yeah. Marvel, no, no Marvel, no. I, I, right. I was just wondering I, where he was going with saying, like, excluding superhero, not Marvel. Bro, I, I like, swear, when I think of The Incredibles, I, like, don't think of, like, superhero. Same. Movie, you know? No, but it's absolutely so not a veto pick, for sure. I will change movie. my pick if you want me. No, 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 no. I was right. just wondering why you were saying superhero, not Marvel, because I was like, yeah, what are the yeah. superhero movies no, that they have? Fine, I was like, no, no, I'm okay with that fine. pick. All right, back-to-backs for me, because uh, Seth was supposed to be the fourth pick, so... Yeah. Um, I, I got to go back to back here. There's so many fun ones on here because I went deep into the Disney library. We should just draft yeah. for Seth and give him real shit <laughs> and put it on the graphic. Uh, but there's so many fun <laughs> ones. I like. I can't. I'm excited for the honorable mentions because there's ones that like just shouldn't be picked. But I want to give shouts to. But stick them in the draft right now. We're gonna start off with uh, Ratatouille. Yeah, uh, which just, I know Seth would be one uh, everyone in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So 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 here, well, <laughs> Seth isn't here. We miss you, but. Uh, I'm going to pick in the third pick, Ratatouille, and the second goes, oh, damn it. That was my pick. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I like that. I like that accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, next up, we could go a lot of directions here. Um, I'm not going to be scummy today. Maybe George will be on the come around, but I'm not going to be scummy uh, just because I, I don't love it as much as you, so I shouldn't, shouldn't be picking it. Uh, we're going to go. Uh, I could be scummy to George, though, uh, no, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Well, actually, I don't even know what you're thinking of. Are we taking out? Wait, no, we aren't. Okay, never mind. Wait, we should have we should have taken out another studio just to make it more fun. Pixar. We should have taken out Pixar just to make it more fun. Oh well, too bad. Want to take out Pixar and restart? <laughs> I, I mean, no, I, whatever, whatever. whatever. Yeah, I'll do Wally. Wally. We'll keep the Pixar. We're here, right? <laughs> you like Wally? I'm. Well, what do you mean? Who I like Wally. Wally. I, I like Wally. It's just not as high on mine. 
Uh, it's been a long time since I've watched it. To be fair. Th- th- this may be a little out of left field, but my second pick, I'm going to go Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black oh, Pearl. Oh, forgot there were freaking Disney movies. That's a good I'm point. not going to lie. I thought I could get that. This this That was my next pick, for again, for votes. But Sorry, the fact man. that I'm getting Toy Story right now yeah, is you third. Could, you could have it. Okay. The, the only <laughs> um, reason I didn't draft is because I was overwhelmed with which one to pick. So I was like, I'm just picking none of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, but the fact that I'm getting Toy Story right now is absurd. And then now I'll take I'll take the Lion King because yeah. hell yeah. Also, I learned I learned one of my most commented on videos for the one that like didn't do amazing is like my uh uh you know those head head bobbing Disney movies or yeah. Pixar movies. I learned my taste is very different from everyone else because I had like Toy Story <laughs> beat Ratatouille and the the Brits were on me. The British were coming. <laughs> they were getting me. Did you guys find a good list to prep this from? Because I couldn't find any good like all because like Pirates of the Caribbean slipped under my radar because Disney obviously yeah. owns so many properties that you're not going to remember them all the time. There's a movie I don't think you'll think of. Um, I don't know. I just I I kind of knew my picks. Original, like i know my top anime yeah. i really because i think technically though. the boogeyman next weekend i think that's a disney movie i'm not i'm so serious when i say that i'm actually pretty yeah. sure it is i mean there are a lot like there's a there's one that that i'll mention at the end um it's being distributed by 20th century studios which is fox which is technically disney now okay because it was on disney's like slate of the year when they did their like d23 yeah, or whatever so that's why they I was have like, what so the heck? Much, they have so much shit now but yeah. i wouldn't call that like disney. Right, i'd agree yeah yeah okay all right, my my third pick, I'll I'll take it now, and that's Inside Out. Yeah, yeah okay. there, there I was go. waiting for it. Oh uh, yeah, I'll take that at three. I was kind of I, I kind of figured that would get back to me at three. I kind of wish this had Seth because then we'd have like more picks, like you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would get a little. But we'll we'll spend like a little longer on honorable mentions this week because there's a lot I'm gonna want to shout. Um, I mean, do do we want to make this like six or seven rounds? Don't yeah, hate that idea. It, you make like, the graphic. Do we want? No, to the, the graphic could contain six to seven rounds. Yeah. <laughs> could it contain ten? No, let's do. No, <laughs> we could do right, seven. Let's, let's do, do seven. seven. Let's do seven. Because I was like, do, add a, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's do seven rounds. Because that'll add some weird shit. People are getting like a behind. Like, we're getting like production behind the scenes yeah. stuff in the middle of it. Okay, so now I have back to back again. Oh, this is fun. Now I'm excited. We're gonna rip Finding Nemo. Okay. Good pick. And like follow it right Nemo. up with Monsters Inc. Nah, yeah. damn. Which damn, I damn, think damn. that'd be another one. Well, no, I, I think if Seth was here, he would have picked it by now, to be honest. Because I think yeah, he really yeah, loves Monsters, Inc. Monster yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, Cam. I'm going to take Soul at my damn, fourth you bastard. pick. You I'm sorry. Absolute <laughs> bastard, man. That's fucked up, dude. That's <laughs> actually fucked up. If it makes you feel better, I don't think that movie does well with votes. It doesn't, but... No, I don't think it does either, but it's yeah. so goddamn good. Uh, I'm going to take my second highest rated Disney Pixar movie, and that's Toy Story 3. So I'm just all around Toy Story, because I could go for another one, but I don't want to just... Get all wow. four. <laughs> yeah, I could. They're all Get all good. four and then light year. <laughs> just take all four. <laughs> uh, back to George. Here's a poll. No, I got another. No, no, no. Oh, no, you got another. Here's okay. a poll. You're going to like this, George. I'm taking – well, you're not going to like it, but I'm going to take The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's Disney too. God. Wow, is that yes. Disney too? There was yeah. no good letterbox list for Disney movies. No, there wasn't really. And you know what? I respect people on Letterboxd who make lists of movies just to make lists because I hate when I'm researching these drafts, which, like, whatever. I wouldn't make them either, but I hate when I'm researching these drafts to look for a list on Letterboxd and then, like, Disney movies. and be like, all the Disney movies I've yeah. seen. It's like, no, give me every Disney movie. I want movie. all of them. Give yes. me all of them. I don't care if you've seen them. <laughs> uh, 
All right, I'm taking a movie that's not necessarily the the. It's definitely not like the next highest rated on like the remaining Disney's, but I want it on my draft board because I've been advocating for this movie forever, and that is Tron Legacy. Mm. Mm. Okay, and that's that, a that's, where that's I, a good that's where I lost this draft. No, no, no. <laughs> I think people rows, love that I movie. Online. Right. I think you're all right. You've won okay, it so in a row. Back to me for back to back. Also, speaking of winning things in a row, think, let's get an updated stats. Whoever our, our real talk historians Marcel, are. Oh yeah, Marcel, yeah. Marcellus. Anyone who wants Marcellus, shout out you. But if anyone wants to, he, he's the one that normally does it. Yeah. That's why I said. Let's get an updated yeah. real talk stats. Um, yeah, I feel like we've lost the the passion for the wins, but I've yeah. been winning every once in a while. I have to update our spreadsheet for sure. Oh, yeah, we're way behind on that. <laughs> Sorry. Back to back here, we will go. Um, so, Cam, you have Toy Story 1 and 3? Yes. I'll take Toy Story 2. Yeah, that movie bangs. You should. And then... Uh, um, what round is, is this for? Yeah. This is about to be six. We're, yeah, we're now entering um, round six. Because that was just six. the last pick of the draft right there, technically. Yeah, technically. Um, but now Really? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, this will be. I think I can get this one later, so I'm gonna do up. I'm gonna go up instead. I would not have picked that old couple. Yeah, I don't know. So I have two. I think it's a good boat pick, but I don't love. I love the beginning of up. I don't really love the rest. Yeah. All right. I think my my next pick. You know, let me. Let me, let me expand my demographics on people who are going to vote for me. I'm going to go with uh, The Parent Trap. Oh, nice. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, for our six female followers, thanks for the for the, uh, for the vote. I do love you all. Oh, The Thank Parent you, Trap. I don't, for some reason, when you said that, I pictured The Proud Family. Parent no. Trap. <laughs> Proud Family was a show. Proud Family was a great show. Proud yeah, but that's not I remember. Show. Yeah, no, this I remember is the, that. Parent Trap Lindsay is Lindsay. epic. I, that was like a movie that just seemed like it was always on ABC Family always growing on. up. Yes. Always on. <laughs> All right, so I have two picks left. I'm going to go with one of my favorites. Oh, and definitely, without a doubt, I will not fight on this because I'm just correct. The best soundtrack in Disney. That's Tarzan. You're- Oh, oh, okay. Not where I thought you were going. Interesting. Tarzan's the best soundtrack. soundtrack. Phil Collins, baby. Just I, you can't get better than that. Oh, you were going elsewhere. Now I'm going to the live action. I think I've I've done all animated. I think. I, don't I wish know. his draft is. Yeah, I think more. I've done all animated. Now I'm going live action. I'm going. Remember the Titans. Oh, I really thought I could get that. <laughs> yeah. I clearly am so <laughs> out of touch with Disney's filmography. I really thought I could get that last. Shit, yep. Fucking There's man. one, Tyler, that you're gonna be so pissed when I tell you it was distributed by Disney. Oh god. Stop. You're gonna be you're gonna lose it. <laughs> All right, again, I'm just going for bullshit in round seven. Give me holes. Oh, no, that's not bullshit. Yeah. That's a great movie. That is awesome. God, that's so good. Some I, like I, have, awesome. I have so many movies higher rated that I could have picked over to pay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's they definitely fun. are. Man, I still have so many honorable mentions, but so this is the last pick of the draft. I'm going for one person's vote and one person's vote only. That's Mr. Josiah Coops, and that's High School Musical in the last round. <laughs> what a pick. What a pick, man. Got, I, just, I just locked in one vote. 
So you got we're good. one. Well, no, I mean you got Seth's vote with Ratatouille. Yep. You, right, yeah, you yeah. man. All right, before uh, honorable mentions, let me just run through these real quick. Cam, Coco, Toy Story, The Lion King, Toy Story Three, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Tarzan, and Remember the Titans, George, The Incredibles, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Inside Out, Soul, Tron Legacy, The Parent Trap, and Holes. Tyler with the final pick, Ratatouille, Wally, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Toy Story Two, Up, and High School Musical. Disney uh, uh, officially has a great filmography. I think uh, that's not a hot take. They have I mean, so yeah, much. They, yeah. Cam, what was the movie that I'm going to be pissed? Ready, ready for a movie that was distributed by Disney Walt Disney Studios, The Prestige. Oh no what? way! No yeah. way! Yeah, look it up. I no googled it. Sh- it that would have great in the graphic. Warner, Warner Bros. Walt Disney uh, Touchdown. That would have been distributing. jokes on the graph. Right. Why didn't yeah. you pick that? I'm not a huge prestige guy. I am not. Oh, yeah, you're not. Boo on that one. I know. Yeah, uh, also, boo. another Disney uh, distributed movie, The Sixth Sense. Interesting. Uh, Dead, Dead Poets Society. Apocalypse Now. Damn. He got... No, no, I'm seeing it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god! He got game. Um, I think there are a lot of animated movies we skipped over trying to get some more creative picks. Mm-hmm. Like Mulan is Mulan's great in my opinion. I don't know your all opinions on it. Uh, Zootopia, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, um, The Little Mermaid. I like apparently y'all don't. Moana's a five out of five for me, but it does. I'm not a big Wreck It Ralph fan. Wreck It Ralph, huge uh, Wreck It Ralph fan. Good film, good film. Bolt, Her- shout out Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Hercules, uh, a goofy uh, movie, a goofy movie. Oh, yes. uh, Cam, when you said the best soundtrack in Disney, I thought you were going Moana. Oh, that's great, that's great, but it's no Tarzan, uh, it's no fair. Phil Collins. Um, Mar- Mary Poppins, the original, I do think is very good. Damn, Man, this draft could have been fifty rounds with four people. Yeah, we we could have. Yeah, yeah with, with Seth, this draft could have been still yeah. a bunch of rounds. I mean, I I could have gone like I I would have been fine with like a Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I love. I would have been fine with National Treasure on my board. Oh, I love Cruella too. New groove. <laughs> but, I do uh, like Cruella. All right, we will wrap up our episode there. That concludes our draft and concludes, what was this, episode 38 of the Real Talk podcast. Again, shout out to all of our patrons. Shout out to everyone that listens to us every single week. Um, You guys, of course, uh, give us the support we need to, to continue waking up every Sunday and filming, you know, three, four episodes at a time. Um, Again, merch is out. Um, the feedback has been uh, incredible. We are obviously the four of us over the moon with the support and the the, the positive response that we have gotten. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Apple Music and Spotify. Check out all of our socials. Um, our executive producers, Al Bodie, Alexander Kephart, Mac Wells, Remy Walker, Seven Mod Jeffy, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Legge, Ben Hansi, Callum Sai. Dean Cutamanidis, Dylan Chip, Ferdinando Four, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Luke. I apologize for mispronouncing this because I'm going to. Luke, Deer Hog, Marcellus, Relapse, Rocco 10, Sam's 43, Sean Morales, Stefan Johnson, Tad and Bougie. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. Will Kim, Eunice BBX. Um, that wraps up episode 38 of the Real Talk podcast. We will see you later this week for a few real quick episodes.